This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We we told you, Combine Week, specifically Combine Day, where players begin to actually work out and run today, um, you'll start to hear news. You'll start to hear about agents meeting with teams, free agency deals, rumors, etc. Well, we have one, and it involves Rico, this show's quarterback. That's my quarterback. <laughs> Jordan Schultz of the Bleacher Report believes Jared Goff is going to get a deal done and it will be between 40 and 45 million a year. So the way Rico and I have decided to do this, that's Rico's vote. The way we've decided to do it is this. Let's pretend we're at a wedding and they get to that part that I swear no one's ever stood up and said anything where they go, hey, speak now or forever hold your peace. I really need to hear from the people, not at 48, not at 50, not at 52, between 40 and 45 a year. Jared Goff currently makes $32 million. Between 40 and 45 million a year. How could any of you knuckleheads have a problem with this? I need to hear it. Because that seems like a team friendly, also rewards the player. I'm not going to minimize $200 million over five years. Jared ain't going to be at the soup kitchen. It works for the team. Mm-hmm. He'll make essentially two-thirds of what an elite Joe Burrow would make. He'll be at 40, 42, 44. I think you're seeing QB deals in the 60s soon enough. Yeah, I think this is him saying, I realize that I'm not Burrow. I'm not Mahomes. I'm not going to come in here and try to break the bank. This How about I'm happy? Right. How about I like it here? How about this city backed me? This city believed in me. This city gave me an opportunity and... I didn't have to constantly look over my shoulder when I made mistakes because you saw the confidence in Jared Goff as the years went on. Normally, if I make a mistake, I got to look at who's warming up. Nobody, Jared. It's just an interception. We all throw them. Now go back out there and throw a touchdown. It got to the point where it was almost a guarantee. Once he threw a pick, he was about to throw a touchdown. They made up for every mistake. City believed in him, and he knows 
There's really nothing that I can't buy with $45 million that I could buy at $50 million, except I can keep more teammates around me, keep this thing together, and really solidify Detroit as a special place. This is a no-brainer. This, this is, is right. This is like, let's do this right now. Right. If Jordan Schultz's reporting is right, and the contract, obviously, if he signed for 40 does it make a difference between 40 and 45 It does. It does. I mean, that that's a David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you're looking at yeah. contractual obligation. My point is, every bit of $45 million is still a value to me, yeah. to you, to, I think, sensible people. Now, if you're one of these people who's all horny for a mobile quarterback and you just won't rest until you have one, I can't help you. Nothing I can do for you. You're not ready to accept help. No, but the question is, for those people out there, this is not speak now, forever hold your peace. Golf, let's just hypothetically say this report is true. You can get him at $45 million. If you don't want this deal to happen, tell us why. Give us reasons why. 248-539-9797. Speak now or, or forever, forever hold your peace. Yeah. By the way, have you ever been in a wedding where anyone's ever? No. Neither have I. I no. couldn't imagine standing up and saying something. Like a, the, I think the most was a cough. We were talking in the crosstalk like somebody coughed, but it was just one of those. I just got a little tickle in the. I'm uh-huh. Sorry about that. Speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> That's when you look over at the, the one ex who was invited to the wedding like, well, you got something to say, David? <laughs> David, do you have something to say? Again, Bleacher Report, Jordan Schultz, Goff's contract will be between 40 and 45 a year. I was Surprised it was that low. Pleasantly surprised if his reporting is right. I just don't see how anyone could voice dissent. I don't. He makes 32 now. The cap went up $31 million year over year. You think I'm fussing about locking my quarterback in for an 8 to $10 million raise? Absolutely not. And I also think that number psychologically is good. He's allowed to make mistakes at $45 million. I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but at $50 million, at 5 to some people, that's just way too much money. $45 million, it's like, you know, gas prices. It's really something, something, point nine 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 nine. They just don't round it up because in your mind, you're thinking you're getting it at a cheaper price. <laughs> Same thing here. $50 million means you can't have a game. You throw two picks. Oh, my God, he's a $50 million quarterback. What are we doing? $45 million, you're not really going to talk about it. So, so here's the range, by the way. Just just for the – if you're a Goff fan, this should make you feel good. If you're a, a anti-Goff person, I think it's going to make you uncomfortable because I think your argument, it, 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 it's not holding water. Here are the quarterbacks that make between 40 – and $45 million a year. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, and for right now, Pat Mahomes. I have a feeling that will change. After that, it, uh, Kyler Murray makes 46. There's your separator. There are five guys in the league making 50 or more. It could be Russell Wilson for 10 more minutes, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Now, deals will get done. More guys will enter that club. Burrow tops the list at 55. You're going to see quarterbacks getting deals. It's going to begin creeping to 60. 
Mm-hmm. If Goff makes 40 and the top guys make 60, that's a steal. If Goff makes 45 and the top guys make 60, still it's still a steal. a steal. Yep. So if you don't like this, need reasons why. You don't just I, – I, you got to help us understand. And if you really believe Hendon Hooker is the guy, explain why he's that guy. But based on what? No, no, that, Mike. You're asking me to deal with dumb, I, and no, I don't want to do that. it's not dealing with dumb. It's just let's hear the people out. Okay, but you know what they're going to reference? Tennessee highlights from a year and a half ago pre-ACL injury in an offense that has no relationship to an NFL one, and the guy has yet to take a snap in the National Football I League. I, I Mike, cannot I, Mike, take I, that I, seriously. We're asking the people to call. Is this speak now forever. Hold I your want to peace. state for the record in front of the church that he asked them to call on that crap, not me. No, no, because that's, that may be one of the reasons why you want to say, you know what, no, I don't want this deal. I want to hear it. Okay. I don't have to agree with the perspective, but at least I owe you the right of hearing what you have to say. And here's the other thing. Now, Cat. the wedding's going to still go on. You can speak now, but we're still I, getting married. So hold on. When some separate topic, but I am fascinated by So if someone does speak and they say something heinous and they object to the union, the wedding does continue? Well, it depends on what the person says. Oh now, nowadays, if the person shows up and was like, well, she was with me last night. Okay. You know what? We're done. Oh. We're done. Right. You got receipts? We're done. Or, yeah, all of a sudden it's that person's like, yeah, I just got back one of those genealogy things and you two are cousins. Okay, we're done. Come see that black. (laughs) So listen. (laughs) Unbelievable. Here's the other thing. If Jordan Schultz reporting from Bleacher Report is accurate, is it fair, is it more fair or more unfair of me to give Goff credit for giving this team a little bit of a discount? I feel like if this number's 40, 42, 43, 45, if it's in that range, don't you feel like he gave them a little hometown discount? He didn't string them up for 50. I feel like it's a good faith. You stuck with me. I'll stick with you. When you didn't have to, guess what? And you can keep more players yeah, around. I'm not going to change. You you believed in me. But if you I can believe change, in you. And I can change. We all can change. That's right. 248-539-9797. David, what's your take on this? Play that drop again. This? Oh. Or this? Come see that black. Either way is my reaction <laughs> to this news. If this is true, and this is what he'll sign for or is willing to sign for, then yes, because this allows all those Lions fans that are afraid, well, we have to pay our quarterback. We can't do this. No, you will be able to do this. So you should enjoy and you should be loving it. I don't want to hear about Hendon Hooker. I'm not, I'm not like Rico. I don't want to hear from you. I don't. Okay? We, we can't ask them to speak now and then say, I don't want to hear from you. I am saying let's be open, let's be objective, let's have a judgment-free. But if they're they're going to stand up and speak and they they have constructive criticism to the union, that's one thing. If they're just going to stand up and call the dude a crackhead or accuse the woman of being a hooker, like, I'm sorry, we don't need that type of speech. No, no, but... That's and in hookers like calling the bride a hooker. That's no, it's it, inappropriate. It's not. He's your backup QB. Now, if you were saying they need to go out and trade and bring in Russell Wilson, you're a crackhead. Get out. Got it.
But Hendon Hooker's on this roster. They, the Lions took Hendon Hooker for a reason. So I can't be angry when some fans are buying in their stock really low on Hendon Hooker. Okay. We've established it. Jordan Schultz, Bleacher Report, he's claiming Goff's deal will be between 40 and 45 mil, which means there's going to be a deal. And if it is at that number, I've given you the context within the league. We've given you the level of discount that seems to be going on here. And I really don't see how we all just, in a harmonious manner, don't walk down the aisle together. But if you got a problem with this, speak now or forever hold your peace. Speak now or forever hold your peace on it. I think it'd be a home run. Uh, and I think he would, by the second year of this deal, it would go from being a fair, really a, a discounted deal by a few million bucks, to being one of the best value contracts in the league. Once these salaries begin hitting 60 and you're at 40 or 42, it's a home run. Like, I wouldn't blink if they paid him 50 a year. So, for me, it's never been a question. If you have a franchise quarterback, pay him. Because you don't want to join the list of teams like mine that doesn't have one. Uh, David, ticket text, and we'll get to the callers. You know what the funny thing, though, real quick, and you probably know this, but I was mm. just looking. You guys kind of got a little bit of an out with Daniel Jones. Yes. Like, you only have to pay him one more year, so you could bite the bullet and just say, screw it, you're going to be a high-paid backup. So, well, that's what I'd like to do, but uh, yeah, let's not go there. Go ahead, Dave. Told you golf wasn't looking to break the bank. We are so lucky to have golf. He's going to take less. I love this. People are not happy with this. Who, who, who did he tell? I don't know who the F you are. You think typing into your phone and sending 5,000 texts that I don't read, like we were keenly aware of Pete and Wixom? Yeah, Holy mer! I told you. Who are you? People are. I told you. <laughs> okay. I, I. People not happy with this are crazy. This was a great price to bring back a veteran quarterback. Uh, Scott in Carlton says that's a Tom Brady-esque hometown discount. Sign it. Get it done. But what about Hooker? LOL, he says. As uh, Teddy KGB once said, pay that man his money. Now, for that price, that John pr- uh, in Lake Orion. That price just seems so fair, like so good for the team. It openly will allow you to keep other players. So, yeah, I'm, I I want to hear from the people. Let's see where they're at with it. Let's go to Houston 97.1. Hello, Houston. Howdy, ho, neighbor. Thanks for taking my call. First up, I want to humbly apologize. You were calling for a dissenting view. I'm going to hit it and quit it like I always do. First up, uh, one of you guys' favorite, uh, uh, one of your peers on here who I love is Patrick Caputo. And I don't, I didn't do what you guys did to have a radio show and have this form, but I agreed with his point 100%. Dude, we ain't got to pay this dude a dime. We can wait this year. We don't have to do He's under contract. But what I do as any rational person does, I look at the information that I have at that intersection of time. And then I make a decision. If this dude want to come down for $43, 44000000 million, you sign him yesterday. That is a big deal. That is a that, that, that fixes everything. We can have him, and then Hooker can be our Jordan Love. 
He sits up there. He holds his clipboard. If if uh, golf doggone tweaks an ankle, he goes in for a game. We see what he got, and that's it. So I'm with this 100%. I'm sorry you asked for the second. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. fine. And here's the other thing. Pat's not wrong. Understand this. It's not right and wrong. It's a different approach. Pat is not wrong. I'll say that for the people in the back. I worry about things that I can't prove, which is I think if you alienate your quarterback, if you alienate, if you look at it like this, outside looking in, wait a minute, from an NFLPA perspective, Jared Goff led them to a division title, two playoff wins. He's, he's helped. He's played Pro Bowl football for multiple years for them, and they're stringing him out. That can hurt your reputation around the league. Mm-hmm. Now you yeah, may you, you don't get all those A's that the NFLPA yeah, gave you yesterday. And you may not care, and that's okay. That is a different way of doing it. And I, I look, Pat's had some very interesting conversations about it. I have a different viewpoint on it where if I identify a guy who I think is my franchise quarterback, I'm not letting him into the last year of the deal because here's why. Then you're staring at the franchise tag. And you're staring at delivering these these bombshells of fully guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. And I worry that if we wait a year, the cost only goes up. Now, you could make the case, well, play him this year, franchise him the year after, then throw him into the ocean. Well, I don't share that perspective. I think he's young enough where I can make a four-year commitment and feel pretty good about it. So there's different ways to do it. I just generally don't think playing a game of chicken with your quarterback is a good idea. You play a game of chicken with your quarterback when you really don't think that it's going to last. You're thinking that you caught them at the tail end of their career, and when the wheels fall off, hopefully you've saved yourself a lot of money. There's no vote of confidence in playing chicken with a QB. You're hoping for them to fail. Let's just call it what it is. Yes. Let's go to Dan in 97.1. What's up, Dan? Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I'm going to have to concur with the last caller. I mean, this is a no-brainer, being able to sign this guy between $40 and $45 million. Um, I really expect with uh, Jared Goff to win a, a Super Bowl. Um, we have, uh, you know, Hooker. You know, you keep him, you know, as a backup uh, quarterback. Uh, but what he was able to do, just having the opportunity to get some more pieces around him and to build off what you did last year, it's a no-brainer. We need to, like the previous caller stated, we need to make this deal yesterday. Yeah, I mean, Dan, that's what it feels like. It's really hard. And and, and look, you got to separate worlds, like. This isn't a debate of whether you think quarterbacks make too much money. That's a different conversation. Within the framework of the accepted amount that quarterbacks are paid, he still will be nowhere close to the highest paid guy in football. He won't be in the top five. He won't be in the top six. He won't be in the top seven year one of the deal. Right. If he's only making $40 million, he will reside outside of the top 12. Right. But you know what the funny thing is? When you li- came across that list of all the different quarterbacks, Mike, Pretty much all of them, except for Kyler Murray, they're playoff quarterbacks, which means you're on a good team, and you realize you're on a good team. Now, Kyler, I can't explain that. They they jumped the gun on that contract. But everybody else, of all the quarterbacks that you named, he's in that range of playoff QBs, and look at what he did. He's a playoff QB. Go to Dennis, 97.1. Hi, Dennis. Dennis. How, how are you? Okay. Um. I don't think Goff's worth more than 40 because you still, for him to play well, 
he needs uh, an offensive line. You got Taylor Deck coming up on a contract. You got Penny Sewell. Then you got uh, St. Brown coming up. You, you, you got to spread the money around. You're talking about giving him half of the salary increase. Oh, he's making wow. like 27 this year with another. He's, he's credited with five million on his bonus for his salary cap. So you're, you're talking about putting about half that money right on him. Yes. So all right, let's say That's his reps not a good come good idea to... because it takes Why? too much money away from the multitude of players you have to resign. Okay, so who am, I wor- who am I and worried about? Will you just class. shut up for huh? a second? Shut up. Shut up. I gave you your time. Now I'm going to try to ask you a question. Or you can hang up like a bitch. Your call. Not doing it with you people today. It's very simple. I wanted to ask you a question. But your mumbling ass could, could not fathom that. Your quarterback comes back and says, I want 42.5, and Einstein over there is going to lose him for 2.5 mil. Second of all, Frank Ragnow is probably not going to be here in a year. You're going to save money there. Here's another fun fact. There's absolutely no guarantee Taylor Decker signs another deal here because you're sitting on the best tackle in football on the right side. Panay Sewell probably takes that spot, and you start over at right tackle. But see, you're not around for that part of the conversation. I was lost that he said he was going to get half the money. Like, that's not. He's making things up, Rico. That's the whole point. Go look at what the AAV represents in a $251 million salary cap. Half the money. What, half of the increase? Where else would you put the money? You're telling me you'd rather put the money in what? Something that's not your quarterback? I mean, right you want to lose your quarterback over some hardline demand of $40 million? I was only going to ask the man, what if he comes back at 42.5? But he wouldn't shut up. Then he hangs up like a little child. Get lost. Never call again. Next. Yes, Rico. No, it's just so GD annoying. <laughs> you just want to talk sports, and this guy thinks we're talking Putin. See, that's where you get the How ushers. can you be that hard up to not pay your quarterback that you'd lose him over two million bucks? And I wanted to hear that answer because oh, it's not my fault he's he, not here. No, no, he had a hard line in the sand. This is it. Okay, so at right. if he came in and said forty two million, you're gonna no, you can walk, you can leave. Really, you're gonna start all over. I don't think you wanna see that here in Detroit. You've now tasted, you sat at the big boy table. You're not trying to go back to poverty. And that would be going back to poverty. You, you imagine drawing a hard line? Well, 40 and not a penny more. 41. No. Get out. <laughs> that, okay, we got the ushers. We got, uh, what was his name? Larry, he, he's gone. Ushers came and escorted him out. Escort that man out. Wedding continues. I mean. Speak now or forever hold your peace. Just makes sense. That's N- all I ask. The NFL please. gave you a gift. With the with the thirty one million dollar increase in the salary cap, and you're worried about taking half of that gift and securing your quarterback at not a new rate that is exponentially higher or not commiserate with his level of play. Now, what Goff's representatives, if I were representing Goff, what I would have done? Wow, look at that new salary cap. The offer starts with a five, mm-hmm. but that, according to Jordan Schultz, that's not what they're doing. Can't do it. I told you. I told you when you said you wanted to do this topic. I said, I'm not going to do silly season. It's not silly season. No, no. All I ask. I don't have any more no, patience no. left. Makes sense. That's all. Come with a strong argument. 
That's all I'm asking. But that one, I can't help. Look, it's 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 below market value because if you don't have a quarterback, you'll do anything in your power to get one. It's four years, not six or seven. It's 45, not 50 or 52. Cap went way up. You have no commitments, and I'm sure that brain surgeon who called in a few minutes ago, I'm sure he's looked at the cap table for 2025, 26, and 27, including years where you have literally $18 on the books. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and pay my quarterback because by 2026 and 27, quarterbacks will be making $70 million a year, and the salary cap will be approaching $300 million, and you'll be paying yours forty-five. But I'm sure he had it all figured out. I just, 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 as I get older, my tolerance for dumb people is very low. It's no, hard. I understand. It, 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 it comes with territory. It comes with the territory. That's why I said make a real tangible argument on why. Because there may be people out there, but just make it make sense. People. I'd rather you call up and just tell me, listen, I don't believe you can win a Super Bowl with Jared Goff at any price. Yeah. I'm not going to be upset. I'll disagree with it. But at least your take is rooted in, I think he's good. Right I don't think he'll ever be able to go head up against a Burrow or against a Mahomes. Right there. And, and I don't think he can get that done. We can have that conversation. Or even, I will even take the fact of, hey, he may be a quarterback that's a dinosaur in the league. You need to upgrade and get a new age quarterback. And yes, that mobile type quarterback. And I think that's where the future should be invested. I can live with that. But. The hard line, yeah. Well, not one penny over forty million. That's oh, it. That's yours. The blood's on your hands with that one. Oh, that's one. That's one. Let's go to Glenn, ninety-seven one. Glenn, how you doing today? Sorry about that. Hey guys, good. Uh, that, that last call is pretty entertaining. But uh, anyways, yeah, I think if you signed him anywhere from forty to forty-five million, that would be an absolute steal. I mean, your Giants are paying Daniel Jones that type of money, so I would love it. Aware, I mean, I'm aware. At- yeah, sorry, man. I mean, if you look at it, it's like you could – what would you rather have, Joe Burrow or Jared Goff with the top five O-line? Because at that price point, that's pretty much what you're saying. And Jared Goff has shown with the top five O-line, he's arguably a top three quarterback in the league. So I absolutely love it. The one thing that makes me think, though, I, I so, and to preface this, I thought they should have signed him to an extension last year. And then when they picked Hooker, I was like, okay, maybe they're trying to develop him for the future, but – with his age and his contract, now that pick really makes zero sense to me. Because I'm like, now I'm looking at it as like you actually spent a third-round pick on a backup quarterback, and we could have picked a guard or another D-tackle yep. at the end. So now I, it really makes me hate that pick, especially with last year how close we were. I, if he ends up developing into a franchise quarterback, great, but it's going to be 30 years old before that happens. Th- there it is. Golf contract. And, and you know what? A lot I, of people so got I upset, really Glenn, when we busted, cho- we busted chops about the kid's age. But it's a real thing yeah. when you start doing what you did, which is the smart thing. Cause, so, like, I, I didn't mind the Hendon Hooker pick. I'm like, okay, fine, let's see how it goes. But if you're signing off this extension, that really just – now it doesn't really make sense because someone mentioned, oh, we can do the Jordan Love thing with him. Well, Jordan Love is 23 or 24. He's two years younger than Hooker is, and he, Hooker, is in his, uh, Hooker just finished his rookie season. So I, that argument kind of falls on its head. But, I mean, yeah, I love the pick. I don't love – I love the I love the um, contract. It just makes me really, really not like that Hendon Hooker pick now. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. I think it's great. I I love Jared Goff. I think he's going to be a great quarterback with this type of O line. And oh, also and lastly, you can push that money this year that Goff is owed 
into later years, even freeing up even more cap space. So now, now you can really sign someone in free agency. If Chris Jones or anyone of that caliber hits free agency, you're going to have a ton of money to pay for it now. This is great. I'm so glad. So, yeah, I'm I love so it. glad Glenn said this. I'm excited. Oh, God, you're an angel, Glenn. You're a beautiful man. So excited. Thank you for saying all Yeah, that all last these guy, he, he didn't know what he was talking about because what he was saying did not make sense. You can now push somebody down the line, and you owe virtually golf nothing this year, relatively speaking. So now the cap space is even even and there's that's, even more. So. That's been my point. I love Glenn. Glenn's welcome anytime. I'm more of Glenn. Glenn could call back. Glenn, have 13 kids. Have them all call the show. The point is. Glenn got invited to the cookout day. It, but it's why I have no respect for the people who do this whole, you know, concern trolling and fear mongering of, oh, wow, we don't have the money. Yeah, it's, what Stop. Bo- yeah, what bothers me is, they, well, we're going to have to pay all of these people three, four years from now. I don't care. Cap will be different. It'll probably be an extra $50 million added to the cap, and you can find a way. Hey, guys, the New Orleans Saints did not go out of business. I've heard that. They were $75 million over the cap. Well, here's the other thing. Like, if you want to play this game and play it out, you do realize by by the time you get to the negotiating table with Taylor Decker, he's 31 years old, right? How do you know you're giving him a five-year deal to make him one of the highest tackles in football? You may not want him. Because you know what you have? Arguably the best tackle in football. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. Here's what also happens. Brad Holmes, great at drafting. Maybe he picked up another tackle in the third round, and you now have your... So my point is, I'm not worrying about it. Exactly. That's the one argument I got. Well, we got to pay Aiden, and we got to pay Laporta, and we got to pay all these people. Worry about that. How do you, you know Sam Laporta that? will be able to play football in four years? How do you know? Like, How do you even know what happens next? You don't. You could plan for it. You can say these are my cornerstone guys. But the reality is what Rico just said. By the time you go to pay a Sam Laporta, the salary cap's north of $300 million. What the hell are we even talking about? I mean, it's just you're creating roadblocks for yourself that don't even exist. Go to Doug, 97.1. Douglas, how are you? Hey, how's it going, boys? Good, Doug. What's on your mind, buddy? So I, when you guys talked about that, I immediately was like, all right, I never call, but I'm going to call. I was juiced. If he wants 45 and under, you send that contract today. If he wants 40, you leave the combine and you say, hey, Dan, take a look, (laughs) watch these 10 guys, and you go to, you fly to wherever he's at and you sign him right now. Because what he is saying is, I'm happy here. And think of the example that he's setting for the rest of the team. Maybe these guys, maybe Amon Ra won't want top dollar. Maybe he'll want top five, top three. That'll save a little bit of money. Maybe Hutch will want top five. Maybe he won't want to break the bank and he'll want top three, top five. You know, like the example that he's setting is leading your team to winning. And not only that, the salary cap is not concrete. You, you, you literally spread out a guy's contract and bonuses and uh, hit against the cap to where it actually fluctuates with your other big cap hits. I don't understand what these people are even talking about. If he wants $40 million, you go sign him today. That's it. I, I, Doug, I'm with you. And again, I am not for a second telling you, oh, I know everything about the cap. No, no, no. I'm not a lawyer and a capologist, but I have a good working understanding of how it works, the tricks you can use and how we've come to an understanding in this league. The, the, the cap is just not real. Mm-hmm. It's not. Now, you can put yourself in cap hell. It's like ice cream. 
You have a little bit, you're okay. You eat it every night for 10 years, you're on my 600-pound life. Got you can't restructure everyone all the time and kick money down the road all the time because eventually tomorrow becomes today and you're bleep up. Like, that's not what any of us are telling them to do. You've got people, when you have the eighth amount of cap space, paralyzed with fear of signing one legitimate free agent or paying their quarterback non-top 10 money. It's just a complete lack of understanding because they've never been here before. New money. That's how I like to equate. New God, money. Man, Don't understand. We're going to go broke, and then we're going to lose everybody. No, you never go broke. Have you ever wondered why all the top teams stay the top teams and how they manage to make everybody happy? Occasionally, you'll get the one player that has to leave to go somewhere else. But it was like Chris Jones, the Chiefs. He had to play a little game of chicken. He missed a game. They lose the game. And all of a sudden, miraculously, they found a way to bring him back on the team. They're going to find a way to bring him back because the Chiefs know we'll make this work. Right. And again, they're they're in the midst of a five-year historical run. It's a dynasty. Okay, are they probably going to lose Legereus Sneed? If he finds a contract yeah. that pays him $20 million a year. You'll lose one or two you might. people. But the majority of the people, Man. they know a good thing and say, you know what? I could break the bank and go play for, you know, Tampa, or I could go play for, you know, whoever, the Steelers, or I could stay here and keep winning rings. I think I like rings. I'm going to stay here. Seems very logical. Unless you go over $40 million. It's going to stick with me all day. I know. So the NFL Combine on-field workouts begin today. The Defensive linemen and the linebackers will run and do drills later today. So we're going to get into some uh, intriguing prospects uh, going into the combine for the draft. But before we do that, uh, something news that came across that I'm kind of, I don't understand this at all before we get to this. The Pac-12 network will continue to operate in 2024-25. How? Why? The bigger question is why. Okay, both how and why. <laughs> Who's your audience? Uh, who are your teams? <laughs> who are those great games that you show nonstop? Like, right, like what? what how, there's only so many Oregon State moments you can show. <laughs> right. right. What am I missing? Here's Ryan here? Leaf. It doesn't make sense because if I'm a Mountain West team who they'll be playing, then give me some of that money because you just showed me for the whole year. Uh, you know what? what? This is my go-to. Blame him. <laughs> You did this. I did not do this. I didn't do This is dumb. This is seriously getting an oil change on a rental car. There's no point to this. Just shut it down. There's nobody out there. Just admit defeat. It's almost like they want to say, no, we still have two teams. No, you don't. No one cares. These two teams were so bad that no one wanted them. They were the last picks, and people just said, screw it. We're done. We're just going to leave them to the side. Big 12 didn't want you. Big 10 didn't want you. Nobody wanted you. Please tell me it gets better from here. Oh, we'll just start talking about some prospects here uh, leading into the draft. So let's start with Tavondre Sweat. He weighed in today at 362 pounds, and some Woo. people were maybe believing he could be a Jordan Davis type. Is he I an intriguing prospect for this draft? I don't think that that's necessarily fair. Sweat has more disruption ability than Jordan Davis. I'm not, I'm never going to label him a pass rusher, but he's better with his hands. He's a, he's got better quicks 
I think he's a little bit more than just a dominant run stuffer. And here's the downside. He's nowhere near as good against the run as Jordan. Da- Jordan Davis was all-time good. Yeah, I think Sweat's a more balanced player. But the weight will always concern you. You're drafting a guy who's the better part of 400 pounds. <laughs> like that, that's see, a bit of a concern. But see, here's I'm never concerned about that because once you finally get to a team, you're going to have a nutritionist. You're going to have people around you. You can get it built into your contract so that if oh, it, like Zion. Yeah, so that if it does become a problem, okay, we have an out. So, son, you can't eat your way out the league. But this is one where maybe structure helps you out. And when you're in competition with other top players, you want to do better. You want to eat better. You want to take better care of yourself. I've never been worried about that, David, because we were like, oh, well, you know, look at the tape. By the way. I don't care how big he is. He disrupts. And if you could put him, he may never be a superstar. Hold on. He may never be a superstar. But if you put him next to somebody else, that's one of those lines where you're like, man, nobody's getting through there. How does a guy 366 pounds have a 26-inch vertical jump? Once again, that's what I'm saying. I'm not worried about the weight because he's athletic. He's a freak of nature. That's crazy. Okay? He just rewards himself with a couple extra oatmeal cream pies. Let's get over here to uh, talk about Chop Robinson. Many people believe that he is. That's Mr. Pork Chop Robinson. Really good defensive end, but he never quite amounted to what was expected to be a premier pass rusher in college. Thoughts on him as a very intriguing prospect. For he the likes him better than I do. I'm I'm not really impressed with him. So for me, I'll stay out of this. Not to be married to a particular person, but like if he's there at 29 and the Lions have that pick, I would not be angry. I don't think that Penn State utilized him the way that he is, and I do think that he can be a, a, an edge rusher. He's the guy that you put opposite of Aiden. It's the guy that we said, get Aiden a, a playmate? That's a playmate. He can be explosive. And kind of like Aiden, he may never be the alpha, but those two together could be dangerous. He's never going to be a Bosa type where he just you can't just stop him. If I'm reading He's not this, Miles Garrett. If I'm reading this right, measured just a smidge over six feet tall, two fifty four. That doesn't do it for me. That's the thing because he's was he was listed at six three. Yeah, that don't do it. Yeah, and Antoine Randall was listed at five ten. He was four feet tall. Well, hey, I, don't forget Peppers was six two. I know. Hey, look, man. I'm just saying six feet, two fifty four. Once uh, again, a little I, dicey. I look at the tape. He was able to get to the quarterback. He was able to do a lot of things. And he did it under false pretenses. He was still the same size at Penn State, able to get to the QB. Well, then let's talk about the next guy here, and that is uh, Jarrett Verse. Can he match up what he does at the combine to his tape and be the best edge rusher on, in the draft? Yes. That's it. Now, that's Mike's guy. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll leave it to the senator yeah, from uh, Troy, New York. It, it's some bias. I just think physically insane profile. He was one of those hyper-productive D1AA players at Albany, and then he went to Florida State, and he just kept on doing it. Like, he's got the requisite physical. I, I would worry about a six-foot, 254-pound guy. I don't worry about Jared Verse. I, I, I have a hard time believing he'll get past 15. And if Brad Holmes were going to do the whole move-up thing, That's Verse would be one of those dudes I would do it for because I just I think he's a bit of a freakazoid. Okay, all right. Well, let's I love him. get to a couple defensive backs here. Uh, one is Cooper DeGene, who is coming off an injury. Broken leg, to be yes. specific. And then someone who was considered the top corner going into the season for the draft, which is Kool-Aid McKinstry. 
talk about both of those guys and if there's anything they can do to elevate themselves. Well, I think it's both guys have value because they help you on special teams too. Mm, um, I was about to say that. But DeGene's got to show you he's back from a broken leg. Measurables. How fast does he run? Kool-Aid is a puzzle. Has all the measurables, has all the athleticism, and went to Alabama. Yet, never really jumps out at you when you watch Alabama. The funny thing is, I think Cooper DeGene is the safer of the two picks. He broke his leg. Rehab it. You can get him back up there. Maybe he's a fraction of a second slower. You never know. But the fact that you could put him in the defensive backfield and you could also have him return and kick off some punts, it helps a lot. He's elusive. He has that 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 it joystick factor, especially if they change the kickoff rules in the NFL where you can now return them again. For Kool-Aid, yeah, it's one of those you had so much hype. And he maybe maybe it's our fault because we hyped him up and he just could never live up to it. And now we're disappointed because he's not as good as we all thought he was going to be. So let's touch on this guy here, considered a man amongst boys for many of his college years. I believe he's a top five talent in the draft, may not go in the top five, but mm. let's tight end from Georgia, Rock Bowers. I, what, what is there to say? <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know why I look at mock drafts now and he's not in the top six. He's not a tight end. He's like Kyle Pitts with polish. And he's a vertical threat. It's mm-hmm. it's the downfield stuff. It's the route running. I mean, Georgia in, in many instances, and Kenny would confirm this. Rico will confirm it. They're splitting Bowers out wide and running wide receiver routes with him where he's running, you know, like a... a a, a deep post corner and putting double moves on guys. It, I, he's unbelievable. He is, but you know what he is? He's a luxury pick. If you're drafting that high and you need an offensive lineman or you need a quarterback or you need something, you don't have the, like, oh, we could just take this guy. It's, it's not like all so of a sudden. So let me ask this. Like the Chiefs. Let me ask you a question. Bears take Caleb Williams number one, and they're coming back at nine. What better way to help your new franchise quarterback than to put Brock Bowers on the same field with DJ Moore? Yes. Yeah, you would do that? No, no, no. But see, the thing is, Bears need offensive linemen. Got to protect that quarterback. That's what I'm saying. I had to ask. No, no. I had to ask. No, that's what I'm saying. It's a luxury pick. Now, if the Bears already had an established line, are you crazy? Yes. Like, to me, I don't see how he gets past Harbaugh and the Chargers. That, that seems perfect. You give Herbert this toy and say, here you go, son. Let's go win. But that's why I think he's sliding because then you get to after the 10th pick, those teams will take the best available. And that's where he could go. Like I said, if it was one of those years where one of the like the playoff teams happened to own a pick, he would be gone. Here's what he needs. All right, A, there's no declaration yet of whether he's going to run the 40 now or pro day. He needs to run a wicked 40, and I need to see if he measures out north of 6'4". Because, again, Rob Gronkowski was a freakazoid because he was 6'6", 6'7", right? If Bowers weighs uh, it measures shorter than the listed 6'4", that's a problem. Because then I'm with Rico. Then you're just a big, wide receiver. You're not a unicorn. The unicorn is Bowers comes in and measures 6'4 half with the speed, the tape matches up, I've never understood. Why do colleges, why not just put the real height? Why lie? Yeah. I don't know. 
It's not like I don't know. You're going to get exposed. It's like who does this? It's like when the, when the pro day, I always subtract. Oh, he ran a three nine. <laughs> really? Because he just ran a five two. <laughs> that is in football today, Bell. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, Jordan Schultz saying Jared Goff's getting 40 to 45 mil a year on an extension when it happens. Uh, Spot Track, which is a sports, you know, salary cap contract site, do a very nice job. They wrote an expansive piece predicting what free agents will get. Jared Goff, four at 180, 45 a year. So Rico and I said, okay, if we're going down the aisle, speak now or forever hold your peace. Now, we only had one ding-a-ling in hour one. Look, if you don't want Jared Goff and you just say, look, I don't believe he can ever win a Super Bowl. Okay, you have a right to the opinion. You want to say you want something better, fine. I just think you don't recognize what it'll be like if you don't continue down this road. But that's fine. What we're not going to do is stupid stuff. Don't call, Please don't call up and just be like, well, we'll play hand and hooker. Please don't do that. Jared Goff at $45 million a year is a value. It's a value because the highest paid QBs make almost 20% more than that. And with the salary cap moving up, quarterback salaries are going to skyrocket. I think you're going to see $60 million quarterbacks very soon. And by the time Goff's deal is in its last year or two, you could see quarterbacks making 70 with a $300 million cap. Yours would be making 45. That is a value. Who would be the first quarterback to make 70? Mahomes. Huh. I mean, Burrow's at 55.5. But I got to figure Mahomes, when's this Mahomes contract? Right, but they'll redo it. Oh. See, there's, there's the key. See, I think Mahomes is going to go the way of Brady, where he's Maybe. just going to stay cheaper and cheaper. And again, what can't you buy at 50? That, 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 right. What difference does it make? So I, I'm with you. I'm just saying, C.J. Stroud, this is a value. Look, man, numbers are going to go crazy. Mm -hmm. This is a value, and you have to, look, I get it. It's a hell of a lot of money, but this is what the going rate for quarterbacks is. And if I rank it out, if you paid him $45 million, he's still not a top-10 quarterback salary-wise. It would be an incredibly fair deal. Whether you're happy with it or not, I leave to you. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. David, if you take a text and then we get to the people. Love the asking price. Perfectly fair. Won't generate a controversy or be a distraction from us getting to business and signing other players. 
It's asinine to pay golf. Would rather trade him for draft picks and ride with Hooker. Okay, time out. Just, just, oh. just, just, so, just so we're clear. You want to take a Pro Bowl quarterback who had you up 17 in the NFC title game. You want to get rid of him, play a third-round pick off a blown ACL sight unseen who didn't play in a pro-style offense in college. And you want to put the fate of the entire franchise that you've waited your entire life to be good, and that's your plan. The, that, that's the equivalent of loading your life savings and betting, putting it all on black. That's movie stuff. Wait, that's not a good idea. That's actually terrible. <laughs> Matt from Garden City put says... Put on the gray horses. <laughs> genetically faster. Matt from Garden City says, you have to pay golf now. What if he goes out and wins the Super Bowl next year? Then you're going to pay him $60 million a year. No thank you. I'll sign him now. Here's his question, though. Would anyone care? If that played out, and I've said this. I'll say it again. I think Pat made a very good point. I heard him this weekend say it. If you want to wade this out, if you win the Super Bowl, nobody cares afterwards because the meteor takes us all out. It just doesn't matter. But if you waited, let's say you waited and you have that franchise tag and you go, look, I'm willing to commit two years to golf. I don't want to go three or four. In essence, you would be paying him a two-year deal. He would play the last year. Then there'd be a bloody battle for the franchise tag. And you would have to hope it doesn't tear your locker room up and it doesn't besmirch your reputation around the league with free agents. Right. But you can do it. I I don't subscribe to it. I just feel different. Let's go to the people. See what Ron's got to say. 97-1. Ron, how are you? I got to find the right button here. Where are we? Oh, that's line eight. I got it. Ronnie, how you doing, buddy? Hey, hey. how's it going, guys? Good. Hey. Oh, my God, you guys are cooking today. Well, before I get started, did you call that other caller a B-I-T-C-H? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did because nothing, nothing angers me more than all I say is, can you give me a minute to ask you a question? And you hang up like a little kid. It's ridiculous. We're talking sports. We're not talking about our policy with Russia or the Ukraine. Just take a right, pill. Yo, you guys are, yeah, you guys are cooking today, man. Damn. So what I, want, what I want to say is um, – 40 to 45 million. Hey, that's a great deal. That's great. And I'm going to tell you, I don't think this means that they think Hendon Hooker's a bust or anything like that. You got a Pro Bowl quarterback, just like you said. We got a really good team. I think if golf goes down, Hendon Hooker may be able to come in and win your game or two. You never know how he develops. So, but we're giving it time. So we're giving everything time to play off. So it's, it's, it's a good deal. And if you get down the road two, three years later, if you want to reset, the way you're looking at the market and what you guys are saying, 40, 45 million, we could still trade them if it, if that was the case. I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying it gives you time to do everything and still time to find other players and get the team better. So yeah, I, and 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 Ron, there, therein lies the key. The cap going up, while it will have some artificial increase in the marketplace, the cap going up for your concerns with your players. Look at your cap table. Eighth most amount of room this year. Mm -hmm. You go into next season currently constituted as having about $115 million in commitments on a cap that, let's say, mildly increases to 260 Do the math. The year after, you've got like $45 million in commitments for a cap that will go up, let's be very conservative again, to 270 And the year after, 
you have Rico's right shoe and a $10 bill. And the cap might be up near damn near 300 right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear we That's don't conservative. Have, I don't want to have the hear we we don't have the money to go after this. Cuz here it is. It. If, if the the uh gambling money kicks in and like it did this year, <laughs> you're looking at maybe 300 million next year. Look at what look at where it jumped from last year to yeah. this year. I just make the modest increase just so you can not have an argument with people where you're just like, "Look, even modest increases, look where it's headed." And of course, increase cap, it bleeds over to increase player salaries. But if you're doing it the way the Lions are doing it, which is they want to draft and develop, then you have all the ability in the world to take calculated shots on big money contracts. Your quarterback, unless you're drafting C.J. Stroud and you're in that five-year window, unless you have that, everybody else, you find a quarterback you think is good enough to win a Super Bowl and you pay them. It's just not, it's It's the only way. Otherwise, you're in the wilderness like Atlanta. You're in the wilderness like the Giants. You're in the wilderness like wait, the wait, Steelers. Wait. So you're saying you pay Brock Purdy the money? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Hey, man, if you watched your playoff run and you still think he's anything other than just a guy, God bless. Mm-hmm. I will do like we do at church. Here, peace be with you. I'll shake your hand. I'll, I'll... Right, if he comes in asking for 60, no, but I'm going to pay him. He's your quarterback. This isn't KNBR. I know. And no, no, we're I, not doing I, this I, show. I, I just wanted to hear what you had to say about it. After you just said you got to pay your quarterback, except that his last name is Purdy. Razlov Gudis. I need to hear a credible reason why not at 45 mil a year. I've given you all the contextual evidence I can, given you the cap table, given you the contracts around the league. Man, if they get him for 45 a year, that is a... First of all, it's a great job by Brad Holmes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it would also mean Jared Goff. I, I know some of you are going to be like, oh, if they paid me 45 mil. I, I know. I'm not turning him into a martyr. I'm just saying, good job by Goff. This is a good situation. They stuck with you. You stuck with them. You don't need the extra five to seven. Put good players around me. All right, I got my money. Well, speaking of good players around you, let me give you a quick update here. Dave Burkett is reporting that, oh. the, that the Lions and Amon Ross St. Brown's representatives are set to meet this weekend oh. at the conference. Oh, oh, that's my boy. That's pay, your guy. Pay him whatever he wants. Give him, give him whatever he wants. You know what? Give not, him ownership of the team. Not a penny, not a penny over twenty million a yeah, year. Right. I got news for you. Okay. After that, no. Look, top. No, of, no but this is the same thing. <laughs> top of the league is Tyreek at thirty a year, right? I wouldn't blink. I'm not even. A, I'm not acknowledging you. I I wouldn't blink if they paid Amon Ra twenty five a year. Just wouldn't blink. Consummate professional, durable, tough. A top five player at his position, and you never have to worry about the work. You never got to worry about the nonsense. Oh, no, no. You never got to worry about OTAs, about training, about showing up. The dude's a dog. I'm paying whatever you. it takes. No, I'm with you. Here's where the only I'm not big in paying wide receivers that amount of money. Now, he's earned it. He's a professional. Team looks up to him. He gets the job done. I just asked that the Lions start treating him like that, and, and he doesn't appear in, disappear in fourth quarters. You run plays to this man nice and question. get him the ball. What if the $7 million you'd be saving on Goff or $5 million you save on Goff 
is absorbed by what you're paying Amon Ra. Let's say they came to a deal and he got 23 a year. You're really paying him 18 mm-hmm. based on what you saved at the quarterback spot. Yeah. And my thing is this. Oh, for especially for golf and for St. Brown, I'd front load those contracts so that the back end, if something happens, it's not that big of a cap hit. So because you're not paying anybody except for those two. I'm backloading. I'm frontloading. Uh, I'm backloading so I can spend more now. I'm all in, man. No, no, no. I want to parade no, down. No, here, no, no. Because you got the increase in the salary cap, that's your spend more now already. So the money, you were already under the cap. So take that money, pay those two, and then take your free Christmas bonus money mm. and go get somebody. But front load those deals ah. so that on the so when Woo. you gotta pay Aiden and you gotta pay all the those guys, like at that point, maybe St. Brown is only costing you fifteen million that year because you've paid him already. David, tremendous update. Pay Amon Ra whatever he wants. So guy. yes, for people who think I hate, no, no, I don't like paying. Kind of how you guys feel about running backs. That's how I feel about wide receivers. You just don't pay them. There's only a handful that I'd be willing to do that. And my, okay, but Amon Ra against man coverage is uncoverable. You can't cover him. You can move him around, catches a football, tough as the day is long. He's not a diva. I guess I just don't even view him like a wide receiver. I view him as an awesome football player. I have to have you. You're culturally relevant to if what you, I'm okay, doing here's here. Here's the thing. If you're going to make that much money, then I need to see a boombox when you come out of the locker room. Yes. I need a Honolulu blue boombox. Nysul holding it. Yes. As Amon Ra is walking down the tunnel. I'm in. I'll supply it. Tell to me M- where they got it. To, to M&M's lose yourself. I'll buy the boombox if they'll walk out of the tunnel with it. <laughs> I would love it. Let's go to Tyler, 97.1. Tyler, and if you have thoughts, by the way, on the Amon Ra thing, please dial in. Tyler, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. So... A couple weeks ago, I did text in. You guys didn't read it. All good. But I didn't want to pay Goff any more than $45 million to begin with because I wanted to see if he was actually a guy that was willing to take a hit for the team and say, this is where I want to be. If he wanted $50 million, I would still have no problem with it, but I didn't want to pay him more than 45 because I wanted to see if he was a team player. Does he really love the city of Detroit? He's coming back at 40 to 45 He's a team player. He wants to be here. He is our quarterback. So, David, stop reading texts about Hendon Hooker. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you and me both, Tyler. You and me both. I, th- I think the Hendon Hooker thing's absurd. I understand why they drafted him to begin with. He was a backup plan in case Goff decided to just crap the bed all over the place this past season, but he didn't. He was just a backup plan. But the people that want to see Hendon Hooker over Jared Goff, Nuts. you guys are idiots. They're insane. Stop. I, Tyler, I don't get it either. Listen, for me, if he signs at 45, I, I, I think, hey, the town will go crazy because you're seeing someone taking a little bit less to be here. And B, you'll feel better every day you wake up when you see these other quarterbacks getting paid and you go, this, this is not a steal, but this is a value contract. That's a good way of putting it. Value. You got your guy. It's not going to hurt you. And down the line, you'll be fine. So, uh, where do I get those boombox? 
I'll leave. I'll tell you. Where, okay. Yeah. If if the Lions agree to it, I'll buy it. I'd love to see the Lions rocking out like with Debo bringing the the the, the boombox out on the field. Let's do that. So that rocket like Trent Williams, and you just kick the door open. I like it. I'm in. I I think it'd be amazing. Go to Andre. Yeah, but they have to win one. though, not lose like the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, that's a shot. Andre, how are you? Do something in the playoffs. And Andre. And Andre's gone. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's I go. I would not be smack talked by a Steeler fan. Okay, I'm just not. Especially one who's about to have Russell Wilson as their quarterback. No, no, oh. no, I don't know. David coming in, eating his sandwiches sideways. Oh, it is dangerous. <laughs> All right, let's go to Butch, 97 Butch, what's going on? How are you guys doing? Good, hey, Butch, what's um, up? Here's one for you, Mike. I know you're jaded on Hooker, but uh, here's a little bit of the New England uh, scenario. Okay. What, happens, what happens if, like, say, game two next year, Golf twists his ankle. He's out for four weeks. You bring in Hooker, and you find out he's lightning in a bottle. Now he's winning. Golf can't really come back after four weeks. Let's say it's five weeks. Hooker's still winning. Now when he's healthy, do you pull Hooker out and bring Golf back in, or do you let him keep riding? So you, you I would then here, go ahead. No, no, here, no, let fine. me let me add something. Let me add something, Mike. Okay. I would resign. I would resign Golf for four years right now. At say between forty and forty-five, and don't let this, you know, this is. You understand what I'm saying? All right. So I've I've resigned Goff, and you're telling me he misses a substantial part of the year. Hendon right. Hooker played great in his steed. You're asking me, say, oh, I'm oh I'm giving Goff say, his job back. Okay. Say say Hooker takes it all the way to the playoffs, and we're we're like in the wild card. No, not past the wild card position. If we're there, do you still bring Hooker out and put Goff in? Yes. He is my franchise quarterback, and you're not losing your job because of injury. The only scenario where if you want to comp it out, like when I was a kid, Phil Sims got hurt week 13, half broke his ankle. He was unavailable. Jeff Hostetler took him to a Super Bowl. That's how it works. If you wanted to go something more so you're new not, way. You're not going to do the uh, Kaepernick, Alex Smith, where you got injured, took your job, and you kind of just rode with it? I guess my opinion of Jared Goff is way higher than my opinion of Alex Smith. No, I think that's where he was going with. Like, that's if fine. all of a sudden Hen and Hooker, let me ask, Lions go seven and zero. Why are we doing that hypothetical? Should we play out hypothetical scenarios where you're engaged to Beyonce? I mean, equally as likely as what he's selling. I mean, I do look better than Jay Z. Fair, you're aging much better. The point I'm making is, why are we? Why are we doing this hypothetical? I guess he's this caller was trying to see at what point would you say, yes, Hendon Hooker is the guy. There is no point. Not as long as I have Jared Goff, who's my franchise quarterback. There's just no point. Now, if you haven't yeah, signed I think him, that's why. He was trying to find your breaking point. Okay, if he goes on a seven-game winning streak, I got to leave him in there. And I think that that would be radio gold for us. Sure. But, yeah. A lot of things don't make sense, right? We're talking about this golf stuff. I look at four at 180. You understand what the, the big-time quarterback deals are, 250 and up. Hell, Mahomes got 500. I just look at it as good business. But it's like, not, like I, you know what I compare it to? Like, you see the news story today? There's a, a BP executive 
who is now facing five years in jail and millions of dollars in fines because he was listening to his wife's conversation and investing based on what she was talking about. So he can face five years in jail for doing that, but members of Congress can brazenly go out and, and both sides of the aisle, don't play that game with me, and routinely beat the brakes off the market and not just buy a percent or two. We're talking somebody's cats with 50, 60, 80, 100% gains. They sit on some of these boards. They make policy. They have all the insider trades. So what, Nancy Pelosi gets to do whatever she wants to do and just have old Paulie boy do the investment? And there's nothing that happens but this executive in his own four walls of his home. So what? He was listening to his wife's phone call. What if they talked over Brussels sprouts? What's the difference? Why is he up for five years, but all these members of Congress continue to rip, rip everybody off blind? It's the same as the golf thing. It don't make no sense. I was about to say, where we go with this? I'm Mike? making a point that certain <laughs> times in life, stuff don't don't make any sense. Like, welcome to how America. Can, but that's my no. But how can people? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> There's no other side of it. It's wrong. Arguing that somehow Jared Goff four one eighty is this horrendous, egregious. Use of money. Because I, I, everybody, thanks to fantasy football and uh, now sports betting, you think that you're a uh, general manager. And you try to manage the team how you think is fit. And it's why, you know, Brad Holmes laughs at us when we say, hey, I would pick this guy. Well, I, I wouldn't, and I didn't. I picked this guy because I'm the actual GM here in Detroit, not you radio guy or not you f- caller. So because... We all pick our own teams. We all think we're smart. But certain times, there's just, it's not you versus anybody. There's just what's right. That's it. Goff for 180's right in the absence of a better solution. Members of Congress not being allowed to have their kids or husbands or wives. Oh, and by the way, openly shape policy, use insider trading to make money. There is no other side. It's mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to throw Jared Goff out the window, you're wrong. It's the same thing. What's your solution? A third-round pick that you don't know? Like, if the Lions were drafting at the top of the draft this year and Jared Goff was coming off a torn labrum, these conversations are different. Then it's Caleb Williams or Goff. Trade pick, make pick. It's different. Your quarterback's coming off the best season Alliance quarterback has had basically in 30 years. And back-to-back years of Pro Bowl caliber play. Not a bit of drama. Not a bit of noise. Mm -hmm. Respected in that facility, in that front office, in that locker room. I just... And he looks like a guy that appreciated the second chance. He appreciated the fact that the, the coach and the GM and the city... Backed him. And, yeah, you know what? I think deep down he may not say it publicly, but I think he likes the fact that all of a sudden his name's being chanted at grocery stores. His Uh name's being chanted at the Red Wings game when they're winning. And it's all of a sudden just Jared Goff rings out through the stands. Because it's everything he didn't get in L.A. Right. It's just like I can't believe you have a conversation. It's like you can't believe certain things are real. I can't believe what Congress gets away with, and I can't believe this dissent about Jared Goff. It's it just, you're like, I'm not a crazy person. 
Because Jared Goff, to some people, Mike, he's doing it, but he's not prototypical quarterback. He's not fun quarterback. Jared Goff wins. Fun is he's not fun. Scoring and points. No, no, but fun is Jalen Hurts and the Philly brotherly shove. And fun is Tua. That's fun. Fun No, no. Fun is Lamar Jackson. Throwing a pass to himself and then running 20 yards. <laughs> fun. Yeah. Lamar in the playoffs. Yeah. Fun. But fun. Okay. I didn't even want to go, but fun is Patrick Mahomes. Okay. He's yeah. Michael he's, Jordan. No, no. But, but he, but that's fun watching him knowing, yeah, he's about to beat you. Let's go to fun two. is watching Josh Allen run into a line. He's not fun. He wins. He's not fun. DJ 97 1. What up, though? My guy. The What's wellness up, check. There he is. We thought this team killed you, DJ. <laughs> no, man, no. Just then got back to work, and I'm I'm not a big hockey and uh, Tigers fan. So, But I, I just happened to turn the radio on today. Heard y'all talking about this. So I was going to hit you and my dog, Rico, had to say what's happening, man. So, look, what what's going on here, Mike? Uh, number one, I'm with you. $45 million. That's right about because it's tiers to everything. Tier one would be Mahomes and the kid in Cincinnati. If they make him 55 or 60, whatever, I get it. He is right at 45 million because he's at the, at the middle or low end of tier two for me. But here, here's what's happening with fans, uh, Mike. The Lions are in a situation where our best player, Pro Football Focus says it, and I've been saying it, is Panay Sewell. He's our best player. He's actually one of our leaders. Amante Brown is our best player as well. He's like the second best player right there with Panay Sewell. Yep. And it's not golf. So because it's not the quarterback, people are like, well, why are we paying him the most or some outrageous numbers when, like, you just explained it to him. That's not outrageous. It's tier two. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So that's where a lot of this pushback is coming from. Number two, and I'm going to let you have this, the, the Lions' whole identity and what a lot of people are seeing, too, is like was out, was, was out being said, Mike. The Lions' identity is that offensive line. So it's a lot like the Redskins in the 80s where people are saying that that, that offensive line is the identity. And they're looking like, well, hell, the Red Wing, the, I mean, the Redskins won three Super Bowls with Williams, Theismann, and Rippin with a quarterback who was all right with that offensive line. So that's what's happening to golf, Mike. Not fair. No, and, and look, I think as long as you kept him out of being one of the five to seven highest-paid quarterbacks in football, you were getting some level of fairness. If he's outside the top 10, top 11, top 12, that, that's, that's a steal. Not a steal. It's a value. A steal is, hey, I've got C.J. Stroud, and I'm paying him in you know shoes. That's different. That's a steal. But, yeah, DJ, no, I hear you. It just gets frustrating because you finally, you've waited your whole life. I've been here for over 20 years now, and it's like you've waited to have stability at quarterback, where a quarterback <laughs> and a team actually got things done and it yeah. wasn't stat pad for No, 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 no. But the problem is it's not the quarterback that you wanted because from day one we made fun of him. He's got tiny hands. He's a Band-Aid. He's not going to be this. And he just kept beating the odds and beating the odds, and now he is that guy where a lot of fans, Lions fans, never embraced him from day one. He was only going to be the stopgap until we could go out and draft our version of a Caleb Williams, our version of a Justin Fields, our version okay. of, of, of a Jalen Hurts. And the reason I struggle with this is that I was one of those people. I had no desire to keep Jared Goff. But once he got here, we were doing those shows. I said, I wiped the slate clean. Let's see what he's got. But Mike, you're educated and you can you can you can change. And not a lot of people can change. They can't. It's just crazy because he's some giving people, you everything you want. I know, but when some people get something, they have to die on a hill to be right. 
They'd rather be right than actually see what's in front of them. What's in front of you is your quarterback of the future is right here. Now, I picked up on that the second he got extended. I'm like, wait a minute. This guy's not a Band-Aid. He's going to be here for a while. Got made fun of. Doesn't matter. Here's the thing. A lot of fans saw him as a Band-Aid, and they can never see him as anything else but a stopgap. And now we're about to overpay for somebody because when Hendon Hooker came in, oh, that's the guy. That's who they really wanted. No, he was drafted to be a backup. I think it's a huge mistake, but that's a Brad Holmes thing, not a my thing. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. All right, guys, let's have a little fun. Oh God, what? It's him. Hi. These are always ball breakers. All right. Let me, I got to up my game here. Hi. It's me again. Hi. All right. <laughs> From the number two overall pick, Zach Wilson pretty much was told to hit the bricks. Five teams that he could possibly go to. How, oh, how the mighty have fallen. All right. And this is in a backup role. Yes. I was about to surprise you, but yes, all five. The Buffalo Bills. I don't hate it. You can go back up Josh Allen. That's fine. The Kansas City Chiefs. You can go back up Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. The Philadelphia Eagles. Hi. You can go back up Jalen Hurts. Okay. The Los Angeles Rams. You can back up Stafford. Now, here's one where he may actually want to go to. What? Because you may have a chance. The Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, they're, they're rudderless at quarterback. <laughs> but, no, I look. Zach Wilson, all right, terrible go of it with the Jets. I'd argue, A, the Jets really didn't do enough to help him, and the kid did a lot to not help himself. Is there anything left on the bone with him? Maybe. I mean, hell, dude, the NFL has employed people who've killed people before. Zach Wilson's crime is he was bad at football. So, yeah, you give it a spin, you bring him to camp, and you can easily cut him. I thought you were going to say something else when you used the word B, so... Well, he, he's been pretty much as a big game hunter with Cougars. I'll just leave it at that. Oh. <laughs> Rumor has it, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is now going to get franchised. One of the teams is the Miami Dolphins. I hate it. Is that a good fit? No, not. McDaniel's offense has always been predicated on speed, getting the edge, one step foot in the ground, cut up field. No, I don't need some aging 400-pound running back in my razzle. You know, McDaniel's offense is the old razzle-dazzle. Show me Derrick Henry in Baltimore. You got my attention. Hell, show me Derrick Henry in Philly. You got my attention. No, I've, I don't like that at all. Okay. David? No, it makes no sense, and Mike's right. Everybody's on speed, so no, I'm good. What, what, maybe maybe the he's the thunder then? to A-chain. Where you could just... What about most They don't need thunder. They just need lightning. More lightning. It looks like, and, and there's no support for something that a play that Mike can't stand. But the tush-push Philadelphia Philly shove. I know. Looks like this is going to keep going on. They don't see an advantage that Philadelphia has over anybody else. So much so, not even on the docket. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But I'm not going to yell at clouds and have to listen to you, hyenas. You know how I feel about it. David, you talk. Then that must mean that uh, Jason Kelsey is actually retiring because he hates this thing. 
uh, I guess whatever. They're not going to vote for it, not even put See, it up there. I don't have a problem with it because every team can run it. It's not like it's proprietary to just Philadelphia and you got to pay a copyright uh, fee if you run this play. It's a rugby play. It's not a football play. And you know what else is not fun? Watching it. It's the most dull, boring waste of 90 seconds. You know the teams are getting it. There's no effective way to stop it. See, here's the thing. I'm surprised that here in Detroit, Dan Campbell and Ben Johnson haven't come up with a way. But think of how many times they go for it all the time. Imagine if they became a master of this play. I think this town would have a hold. They would love it because it means on fourth and one, fourth and two, you already know what the play is going to be. Hell, I bet the town does love it. I feel like I'm the only person who doesn't. I hate it. Combine is going on. Is it possible that in the interview, sometimes you don't have to be as honest as you have to be? Like, sometimes you can just answer a question, but you don't have to take it to the next step. Well, here's where I'm going with this, David. Texas Tech defensive back Tyler Owens, when asked a question at the Combine, says he does not believe in space or other planets, that a lot of the flat earth people have something that he believes in. He doesn't believe in space. He doesn't believe in other planets. He's a, he's a flat earther. Is that something that you just keep to yourself at the combine where if somebody asks you a question like, guys, what does this have to do with football? Or you just, you know what? This is who I am. This is me. An idiot. <laughs> I don't care what your tape looks like now. You're not. I'm not drafting you. That's what I'm saying. Is, it, is this one of those uh, times where... Hold on. So if Caleb Williams comes to you and says, I believe the earth is due to do, you're not taking him? That's the wrong name for me. You know I'm not a fan of Caleb Williams. I don't think he's the best quarterback. If Jaden Daniels, if Brock mm. Bowers, if, if, if Rake Straw. I mean, David, pick I would a think player. about it. I would think about it and say, well, maybe I'm also believing what you believe because you can win me a Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah, somehow Roma Dunze slides down to 20th or wherever you guys pick. And he says, I am the president of the Flat Earth Club in Seattle. You're about to pay Russell Wilson $30 million a I'm year. I'm not paying him anything. Well, it's about to happen. And you know he's certified alien. I think I know where you're going with this, Mike. But okay. rumors are kind of like how Miguel Cabrera is always in the best shape of his life. Well, Aaron Rodgers is mm -hmm. completely jacked. And he is ready for this upcoming season. He's worked on his upper body. What are our expectations for Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Jets will be about a 500 team. He's old. He tore his Achilles. And this ain't a bikini contest. I don't really care. Why, is he still blasting his colon with olive oil? I, I'm just saying. I mean, like, what are we even doing here? He's completely <laughs> jacked. Don't care. Sure, he'll yeah, go off to the he'll go to the tropics and do a bunch of tree bark and bleep himself. I I, I don't care. I, the Jets are getting everything they, they they deserve. I just want the olive oil comment again. That's all. I want. <laughs> all right, David brought up Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams probably going to go number one. I heard that in the last ten years, the first quarterback taken has not always been the best quarterback taken. So in the last 10 years, can you guys guess how many times that the preceding quarterbacks were actually better than the first quarterback selected? Well, I mean, last year, for sure, yeah. Stroud over Bryce Young. 
Josh Allen over Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. So that'd be two. Um, and Lamar Jackson was in there, too. So oh, yeah. Yes. Good call. Um, I'd say maybe once or twice the well, number one overall pick worked out. Okay, is it 10 years for Mahomes? Mahomes was the Mahomes best in, in that there. draft. Yeah. So oh, that's yeah. three. The, the Trubisky draft. Yeah. Yes. Not only a yeah, and Deshaun Watson was also in that draft. About half then. David is very close. Now, it's five or six. Now, I think in this town, it may be a push because in 2016, Jared Goff was the number one quarterback. In the fourth round, Dak Prescott was taken. Dak actually won rookie of the year that year. Similar to what C.J. Stroud did to Bryce Young. I have to. Yeah, David, I can't argue him on it. By that metric, he's right. But I think we all know I'd rather have Goff than Dak. So six times the first quarterback taken was not the best quarterback. Two times it was the best quarterback. Two times it was Trevor Lawrence. He's the best quarterback. Justin Fields, the only, only one that in that draft. And Joe Burrow. But. That was probably no. a loaded draft. But again, this is also now one of those years where you're allegedly getting a Trevor Lawrence, Andrew Luck type guy. And for the record, 2019 and 2015 were kind of the push years. Um, Jameis and Marcus Mariota Oops. in 2015. And 2019, Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, Gardner Minshew. Kyler Murray's better than those guys. Is he, though? He, you know, he is. Is he? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. What is there, an F and echo in here? Oh, and by the yes. way, in, in 2022, Pittsburgh selected Kenny Pickett with the nice job. 20th pick overall. He was the first quarterback taken. Happened to be another quarterback in that draft that took a team to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying, David. He was drafted last. Want to take a guess? Yeah. Rat Purdy out of <laughs> Iowa State. Take the stadium away now, Earthquake. <laughs> That is – oh, wait, wait, wait. There's what? more. Why? Real quick. No, Mike, you'll find this funny. Apparently, in the uh, off-season, athletes and owners, yeah, they get a little frisky. Not one, not two, but three paternity suits active right now. One, I think it's easy to take a guess. Tyreek. Yes. The second Justin one. Justin Jefferson. Yes. Care to guess the third one? Not a player, it's an owner. Not a player, it's an owner? David Tepper, I don't know. Dallas County Judge orders Jerry Jones to take paternity test. (laughs) My God. Really? Yes. (laughs) All right, Jerry. I want to just play some audio. Rico and I got a chance to hear this. Now, you had heard it before I did. But Beanie in the updated two, he played it. And while Beanie's talking, I just looked at you. And I can't say everything I said to you on the air. Mm -hmm. But I mouthed a couple things to you and just shook my head in disapproval. We have have arrived at a certain place. I want to play for you some audio with Tom Izzo. And you can take a listen to this. And we're going to do one segment on this puppy. And then we're moving. But you guys know how we feel. All right? There is no one using the F word with Tomism. But that doesn't mean you get to stay and burn it all down. The product is lousy. Product's been primarily lousy for four years. 
And whatever that was on Sunday against Ohio State, I'll call a coaching malpractice. Well, Tom Izzo is getting a little defensive about it, including the old, you know, I haven't forgot how to coach. Watch the film. Well, I'll tell you what. We can watch the film about the rebounding issues if you'll watch the last 11 minutes of your half-court offense. I want to play this for you. But this this, this, this is how you know. The old Bobby Ross. You think I coach that stuff? I don't coach that stuff. This is this this feeds Rico's point. This is not someone enjoying what they're doing right now. This is not someone who's excited to come to work every day. This we have reached bitter, defiant, angry stage. Take a listen to this audio. Get to your question. Why aren't you playing Booker? Why didn't you play Booker? Get to your question. I don't think it's get to your question. question. Did you think that Booker spaced it a little better? Or a little different. I think Booker did some really good things. I'm absolutely in love with what he did. It felt like our rebounding, we were getting hurt. You want to watch some film? I'd be glad to show it to you. I mean, I didn't forget how to coach, contrary to what most of our probably alums feel right now. Okay, first things first. It is not as if Matty Sissoko is a great rebounder. Can we just put that on the record? Second of all, no one's denying that Booker failed on a couple of box outs. We 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 don't need a lecture. We watch. We're not that stupid. And it doesn't account for, okay, you made a trade-off that you wanted better rebounding. One problem, the game was falling apart. Mm -hmm. And and you you stuck with it. Possession after possession after possession after possession. And if it wasn't for... for, uh, Walker. Walker's like, (coughs) excuse me, circus layup. What they score is like five points in the last 11 minutes. I'll tell you what, we'll watch the film of the box outs if you watch the film of your half-court offense or the lineup you put out on the court that was Suzoko, Cooper, and Carr. That's like the law firm of Roberto, Kenny, and David. It ain't going to (laughs) work. They can't score, and they don't have law degrees. Rico, what are we doing? Like I said, Mikey, he is... Feisty. He was he was loaded for bear. He was waiting for somebody to ask the question, and they were asking other things. And finally, he just went off on Chris Solari, and no, just go ahead and ask with the question that everybody wants to know because that tells me you know you screwed up. You made a mistake, and it's all right. You're a Hall of Fame coach. You don't have to double down and you know, watch the film. Like when the Ohio State coach comes in and says, "Yeah, when Booker was in, we were." We weren't able to do certain things. And then when he went out, we were able to do those things. He said that unsolicited before Izzo walked into the press conference. They were like, well, you know, what was the difference? He was like, yeah, when Booker was out there, man, we couldn't do some things. Meaning he was a problem. And when you needed points, once again, if 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 Monty Sissoko was out there getting rebounds like, you know, Nick Ward or, or Xavier Tillman back in the day, Okay, yeah, sure. You get, but was he? I mean, he, he, in the last few minutes of the game, he became a liability. It with 3.4 seconds left on the shot clock, and he gets the ball underneath the basket, eight feet from the basket. Instead of turning around and going up for a layup or some type of power move, he's playing hot potato, saying, hey, Tyson, help me out. Shoot this thing. I don't care how. I want no parts to this. That's a problem. But yeah, he was. He was ticked off. He was ready to answer the question, even though nobody was asking him the question. He he just brought it up. But there's no answer to it. It's not. And I hate to break it. No one cares. The reality is, you've been outcoached. When they were in Minnesota, he got worked. 
They lose against Iowa. I'm sorry. It's the same deal. And and that was mal outright malpractice against Ohio State. That's not to mention the team's going to end up losing 13, 14, 15 games this year. I mean, the like, fact what that- are we talking about? You can't get angry when, look, no one is saying anything's the perfect answer. But you know what we have established? It can't be Maddie Sissoko with Cooper next to him or with Colin Carr in the game at the same time. It can't be. Right. When you score 17 points, when you sit Booker down for the rest of the game, you score 17 points in the last 15 minutes, which is a little over a point a minute. That's bad. Last time I checked. I've heard that. Okay. So, yeah, you needed some offense. You were not going to ever get offense with Maddie Sissoko. And I understand when the lead was a 12-point lead and you're just trying to milk the clock, but once it got below five, it's a game. It's time to score. Right. This is where I think Tom's greatest weakness is. I'm so, it's just how I feel. He is two huge blind spots, upperclassmen and defense. And no, don't think for a second I'd be, I'd be pumped up giving up 95 a night. That's not what I'm saying. But Tom has never been willing to, to, to value the offensive side of the ball amidst one of the great offensive revolutions in the game's history. And he will always opt for, well, I need rebounding and defense. Well, the problem is this team doesn't rebound. Right. And Matty Sissoko's not that guy. Right. Oh, and by the way, Booker got you three blocks. So it wasn't like he was just out there not playing defense. It's also another thing where under a... Different time, different place, different school. Look, I've said this to you before. Guys like Booker can be more easily integrated in more forgiving offensive systems. I I think if you play one of these five-out deals, if you play a four-out and you are willing to have your players out on the perimeter and then we're running cuts and screens off of that, Mm -hmm. a Booker could more easily get involved there. Because, look, from an energy standpoint and what you said, rim protection – I can see a pathway. Look, is he going to get bodied here or there? Yes. Yeah. Is he going to screw up on a, and not appropriately box a guy out? Yes. But the upside and the ability for your guards to operate, this is what I can't understand. Why is he angry? Walker and Hogard have nowhere to go because there's no spacing. Right. He's angry because they lost, and this was one of those he wanted to show that yeah, this way is going to work, but it didn't work. You know, he ought to be angry at himself because he looked at the roster and he went, this is what I'm winning an Addy with. And it is blown up in his face because these bigs are killing this team. They are killing them. And no, maybe none of us and the average fan, none of us are John Wooden. But you know what? We know enough to identify floor spacing, to identify that when you are 30 games into well, a season and one guy has shown no his, ability to positively impact a game, I, I'm here, sorry. No, no, Mike, here's the thing. If you're going to go the defensive route, you still had the wrong player. Right, because Cooper's the better defensive center. Carson Cooper's the better defender. He's the better rebounder. He's the guy that you want in the game, and occasionally he can make a layup or a dunk. That's all. One segment, just had to pass it along to the people. MSU's at Purdue Saturday. God help you if you're watching. Rieger still seems to believe that MSU's winning that game. He bet me. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Please. Right. And yet, the music remains. Mm. All right, Roberto, let's hear the situations that are on your mind. Okay. Let's try this one on for size. Here's a first one for you. All right. Your best friend is getting a divorce. 
He asked you to hold on to some cash for him nope. that you assume he doesn't want his wife to know about. It's a large amount of money, and you know that he has three kids and his wife works two jobs. Are you comfortable holding on to the cash, or do you politely turn down the request? Define it. How Define, much? Yeah. Uh, $15,000. Nope. nope. Anything in the five figures, you're asking for problems. Nope. I'm out. Love you like a brother. Ain't happening. I ain't hiding your money for mama. Just Not a little happening. manila yeah. folder. It's nice. a little manila. Nah. Nah. <laughs> little manila. A little Big manila. problems. No. That's Kenny's name, Little Manila. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Up until you said the three kids and she works two jobs. I, that ain't right, right? I Here's the golden that. rule for me, and then we'll go to Kenny. The, the whole deal is you get older as an adult, don't ever involve other people, or in this case, don't you as a friend, don't ever involve me cash. in your marriage. Or cash. No, no, no. No. Your marriage, your problem. Right. Don't bring that to my doorstep. You want me to hide money? No shot. And I was going to say, for me, if you were married a year or less, I probably, and no kids, I'd probably help you out. Uh, let's go to a man who once stayed in an unhappy marriage for lunch meat. For cold cuts. Kenny Cott. That's right. <laughs> for the for a for a fee of some sort, I think I could be talked into this. Oh, you want a percentage? <laughs> I mean, you're asking me to take on a lot of risk He's here. Charging vig. That's right. That's right. That's absolutely right. <laughs> How many points? And realize Kenny was a loan <laughs> shark. Right. All right, David. Now let, let let's see how a pastors love to hold on to money. All right. You Stop put that it. in the building fund. Stop, right? Stop it. That second offering. No, you know, no. Yeah, that after hours offering. No, you Ooh. um, you can't do this. Put a little Parmesan cheese on the uh, communion wafers. You can't. You can't do this. You cannot. In in no, you have to say no. Especially the kids are involved here. No, right. That's what I said with kids. Like David, once again, less than a year. Especially if I never liked her in the first place. Then yeah. I'm going to help you I out. I might understand that. Right. Like, yeah. I like how no Rico uses a misery index as to whether he's going to help you enough. Yeah, it truly is. Like, I, I don't told, like her. I'm taking the you, money. Told you you never should have did this. Oh, she was and a sweetheart like, not helping you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the best thing that ever happened. You, go fix it. Go make it work. <laughs> Roberto, number two. All right. What's, hold on, hold on. What, what would you do? This is about you, isn't it? I would talk to my brother. No. Did you do this for Bobby Cavatelli, or what's well, the story Well, we know it's here? not about me because I don't have any money. Okay, so. then. <laughs> Why don't we just go to the next one? Okay. You've been dating a girl for a month that you met on a dating app, and things are getting serious. Whether she meant to or not, she reveals that prior, prior to being with you, she had premium accounts, premium paid accounts, on at least a dozen dating apps and went out on countless dates. You are afraid to ask how far these dates went, and it's starting to drive you crazy. Do you ask or leave it alone and not ruin a good thing? This is where I think we got to go with the younger people. See, this I'm not qualified to answer it because I, I was the pre-online yeah. craze. Like, they, you know, we actually had to, you know, yeah. talk to people. Have game. No, Kenny. No, no. Here's the Kenny, thing. Kenny, do you want to stay? Hold on. Go no, on, no. I don't think it's any different for doing going out. Like, oh, you used to be a bar fly and you used to always hang out at bar. 
First of all, you had a life before me. So therefore, mm. I don't care what you did. Now, if you're still doing it now, problem. Uh. But what you did before I got there, because you you were on dating sites, and uh, I, I don't really care. Okay. And no, I, I just I wanted to and, get and, the and opinion the of someone who's used dating sites. And, and don't look Cobb. at me that way, Roberta. Because <laughs> my, my thing is this. If these guys were any good, you wouldn't be here with me right now. That, oh, I like that. But remember what I said. Premium paid accounts. And you didn't meet me yet. All right. Kenny Cott, a, a man with several accounts on the social dating Loves scene. Loves to swipe right. Yes. Uh, this doesn't bother me at all, not even a little bit. Unless there's an obvious health concern, then, oh, I mean, <laughs> if, if, if that's in yeah, play, then we're talking there. about something different. <laughs> Exactly. He went there. Right. I'm wow. just saying, you got to be careful. We we're doing the whole Kumo D. <laughs> okay. Oh. Three over, days later, over to David. <laughs> yeah, I know plenty of people that have are happily married long time that found their person on the dating app. So premium site or not, it doesn't matter to me. Okay, so they went there instead of the bar. They did that instead right. of going out to the yeah, club the, the only or thing, whatever. The only thing I need you to tell me. If you dated one of my boys or a family member. Someone close to me. Other than that, I don't care. I don't either. What about like office bay, a boss that you hated? Lumberg? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's... Sorry, Kenny. Office space. Another movie you can add to your list. All right. Next. All right. Now, this one actually comes from your the headlines. Oh, okay. This is this is an actual news story. <laughs> so you fall through the staircase of your deck, <laughs> see? <laughs> With two solo cups in your hand. <laughs> All right. This actually comes from the headlines. And if you want to get it in the story, I have it pulled up here. Okay, please. You recently were at a fast food establishment and had to use the restroom. When you flushed the toilet... The toilet exploded oh, and no. covered you in sewage and waste. <laughs> oh, no. I got a weak stomach. This would be bad. Your attorney friend says you have a great case for a lawsuit. The fast food chain is willing to settle for $100,000. Is this enough? <sighs> big chain. Big, now, big, big chain. Yeah, yeah, but what's the rule here? Like... Can you settle and then no one's going to walk around with knowing you as yes. poop guy? I was about to say. <laughs> like- and that's probably why I would settle. It would be an NDA. You you won't be able to say right, what you, happened. Yeah. Kenny doesn't want his picture in the paper being known right. as poop guy. Uh, why am I poop guy in this situation? Well, because you're the one who eats fast food. It would food. be you sitting on that toilet. <laughs> I'm not sitting on no fast Guys, food Guys, I toilet. can't come in. Why? Toilet explosion. I'm like <laughs> literally covered in crap. He'll say, Kenny. Oh, you know what? That's probably. Kenny, we're willing to offer you free food in all of our establishments. Uh, no, I'll take I'll it. I'll take it. I, I would take the hundred grand. I don't want my name. I don't want anybody. I'm probably never going to tell anybody what happened. Or and, do and you the think. Car, the car that I drove home, I'm going to take it out and burn it. Do you think you can go for the gusto, though? Go for a half mil, but you're going to be all up in the papers. Well, here's now the other thing is the, the lawsuit says that this man suffered bodily injury oh, and God. he has required mental health care and counseling since the incident. Well, wouldn't you? It's like an episode of Jackass <laughs> yeah, gone like wrong. P- it's like PTSD every time you walk into the bathroom. That poor man can't sit on for his morning constitutional and relax. He's worried about getting launched into space. <laughs>
David, what would the church do? I don't know what the church would do, but what I would do is I would uh, try to get more. So you'd be willing to be in the paper? I would be willing to be in the paper. Okay. So this this actually did happen in Orlando, Florida. I won't say the name of the chain, obviously. But uh, the man that it happened to is only seeking one hundred thousand dollars. Man, if I'm that if I'm that fast food chain, I'm, I'm paying that money in a hurry. That we don't need nothing. people worried about using yeah, our toilet. Say, yeah, you know what? And as a matter of fact, you just pay me under the table. I don't want to pay taxes on this. Because, <laughs> okay, that's not. Le- this guess, isn't a loan shark. Hey. Well, they say upon deposition that the store's manager and other employees did know about the problem. So, oh, exploding toilets. You know what? How I'm about getting this? more now. Because at this point, I can settle, but I'm settling for more. Literally, the blank was about to hit the <laughs> so fan. I, 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 thought, I thought it was random, but if they knew, oh, I'm settling because I'm not going in the paper, but I want more. Wow. How did yeah. he get out of the bathroom? What was that scene like? <laughs> like what? Uh, How did he drive home? Rico's right. You'd have to Thelma and Louise your vehicle. <laughs> Burn it. Like I would take it to the detailer. Now hold and on. They ain't taking your car. No detailer worth their salt's going to take a poop mobile. They are say, not taking that car. Here's an extra five hundred dollars. No questions asked. Man, Just clean. <laughs> do not ask me what happened. But you do know, your best. You're going to bring that car in, and you're going to be like, no questions, sir. No, you know what? No, I, really. At this point, I'm hoping I'm close enough to home, and I'm just. The, you I'm, need the wolf from Pulp de- Fiction. You got to clean that yeah. vehicle. The, detail, the yeah. detailer goes and goes, sir, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Did a toilet explode okay, in your so, face? <laughs> what, what, what part of no questions asked did you not understand? Yeah. Okay. That's neither here nor there. This okay. is the colon, man, we're talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Let's. One more quickly, please. All right. Now, this one, we've. we've talked about this one before in past deal breakers but it's such a great one and this is another one that happened in the news recently so let me read you this one you and your wife have been going to a restaurant you love for at least 10 years since you moved to the area do you know where i'm going with this we've no but go ahead you've never had a bad experience you read in your local newspaper that the restaurant has received a c minus rating by the board of health i'm out does this have to be a mistake because you've never had a bad experience, or do you question going back again? No, nah, you can't go back. Never. You can't. It's like forever unclean. Like, remember the show The League when the kid eats the ice chip from the urinal? Forever <laughs> unclean. Once you show that a place got a dirty kitchen, can't be eating there. Can't happen. Oh, C minus. Whoa, hey. <laughs> Just because it's not as bad as your high school transcripts doesn't mean I'm going back there. I, I would yeah, that's prob- what I'm saying. A C minus pro- is pretty damn good. I'd probably wait to see for the next report. So it'd be on probation. It'd be on suspension mm-hmm. for me. I'm out. Rico's in a wait and see. Kenny, we know the answer. He'd go right back. I'd go right back. Yeah, that's it. David? No way. Done. You're out. Wow. I'm with you. Roberto, this, okay, this is two straight weeks. This is good. Yeah. And it's not the depressing stuff. That's right. Oh, I was crying alone in the corner. Roberto, <laughs> a toilet, this is... A toilet exploding is never depressing. All right. Never. That is deal breakers. <laughs> David, what do you got for us? Oh, ticket text. Got to say, deal breakers is more funny with Kenny. He has a savage taking that money from the kids. That is from Jerry. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Kenny has no morals and no integrity. So it doesn't surprise us. Kenny is a man of the streets. Kenny, yeah. I didn't mean to hit the bell. I just moved it. So in case you heard it, <laughs> he was validating our take. Kenny Cott gave his ex-girlfriend a Valentine's Day card with a condom staple to it. You cannot ask him for any sort of dating advice.
That's actually a true story and not Kenny's finest moment. It says Rico is right. As usual, you have to sign the NDA, take $200,000, and run. Your name will never be surfaced. Nope. You guys would never know. Ever. Especially this dude. I still just don't think anyone's <laughs> detailing that car. Oh, no, I would probably walk home. Just, yep. Just, yeah. Someone else is saying Kenny doesn't need the $100,000. He just needs a sandwich for life. That's right. That's all he needs. Free lunch meat, and Kenny's happy. Uh, what else do we have combine-wise? Obviously, today, D-linemen are doing the you know some of the drills. They're running some drills right now. They ran 40s. Uh, Devondre, or Tavondre Sweat, uh, I guess, as per usual, was not as fast as I thought it would be. He ran a what? 5.02. He's 366 He ran a pounds. 5.2. Yeah, okay. Same range, David. It's okay. He'll get to the quarterback. He will get to the quarterback. I'm not asking him to go out and cover Tyreek Hill, okay? You don't want him to come out (laughs) and get Sam Laporta? Right. (laughs) No, the second unit or the second group of defensive linemen will run very soon. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's looking very slow right now for the defensive line. Well, my, my my issue with the combine, it's always been the same thing. I don't get how anybody values it. I really don't. Brad Holmes said it best. 2020 was, was the best year because it's just about the football. It's about the tape. It's an interview which could take place at any time. This whole meat market aspect of the combine, it's just played out. Like, who the hell's impressed by a guy in gym shorts? Or because a guy aced a, a three-cone drill or a wonderlick. Like, every year I just feel like the combine gets cheapened. Last year they made it out like C.J. Stroud couldn't read. Well, oops, he had the greatest rookie year ever. Mm-hmm. Well, it's become made for TV. That's why. That you can now go, fans can go and watch the combine. This is like an event. It's a thing. It's it's It, it grows. It's like why a... The downtown Detroit will probably have close to a million people down there for the draft. What are they doing? They're watching somebody put a baseball cap on their head. Let's be real. That's so let, it. Let me ask this question. Did you read the story that has come out today? Tom Brady ran a faster 40 today than he ran as a prospect 24 years ago. Mm-hmm. As he approaches, what, 50? He's an alien. So hold on. So which is more true? He was in that bad a shape 24 years ago, or is he in that good a shape now? Or he's been replaced by aliens. I actually wouldn't doubt choice three. Because he doesn't a... look anything like no. the Tom Brady that came into You're the league. You're exactly right. He no. looks nothing like him, and we all just act like, oh, no, that's Tom Brady. Like, really? He's, so, he's... It's a men in black situation. Right. Somebody has taken over his body. Like, right. Like, he, he's, what, he kept growing at the age of 30? Seriously? He's now 6'6". Six, six. Right. <laughs> no, I, I don't believe that story. I haven't even seen a video of this, so I, I can't you believe it to until I see the video. Right. You, no. And you never get it. He just said he did it, and it's law. No. <laughs> but no, I think... In, I shouldn't have brought it up. No, no, I think he's in better shape. I mean, because when he was at the Combine, yeah, he, he was just out there looking like Woody Harrelson and White Man Can't Jump. Just baggy clothes, and yeah. Now he takes care of himself. He eats right, does all of the the right things to do. So I can see how he's in better shape. And probably that video embarrasses him 
So he trained to run a better 40, even though he's out of the league. You'll see the video soon, I'm sure. Yeah, doctored video. That's what it'll be. Oh, come on, David. I mean, come on. He he wants to look the greatest at all times. So, of course, they're going to doctor Do you guys video. think he's actually going to make it to TV? No, I don't. I, I mean, the, the, you continue to hear about it. And Greg Olson commented going, look, I – you know, I respect Tom and like Tom, but I'm not here to be number two to anybody. I, I, I've earned my keep. And it's like, and it's, I don't think Olsen's this great revelation, but he's fine enough. No, it, I think but, Brady will be a disaster. Olsen fits. I don't know what you're going to get with Brady because I don't think Brady's going to be willing to share stories. The thing that makes the Manning cast so great is they're, the stories that they tell. Brady is so guarded that. It would just be either a bunch of inside things or he would just act as if, well, he caught a touchdown. Touchdown, black guy. All right. See, and, and, and that's the thing. Last year when Fox had the Super Bowl, his very first year in the booth, he sounded great. I heard no complaints from his Super Bowl call or Super Bowl being in the booth, so... No, I don't need Brady at all. I'm good with what Greg Olson brings. Yeah, I just I don't think that Brady's going to bring personality. He's I not a real human. He, he's just so guarded and private with everything. And in order to go into the booth, you you it's when you the good people like Olson, you feel like you just bellied up to the bar and they're sharing stories about what their life was like when the game is boring. They're they're giving you things that you never knew about like, "Oh, really? Let me tell you a little bit about Mike." Oh, wow. Really? Never knew that. You felt like you learned something. Well, I think Brady would just be like taking a, a master's level class in engineering. Like, uh, okay, sure. Paint yeah. drying. Right. And, uh, you know, here's the other thing. This is the problem. It would all depend on how serious he wants to take it. What I'll give Olsen credit for, Olsen has worked at the craft. Do you know who doesn't? Tony Romo. Tony Romo's a pinhead. He's an idiot. And Romo, the reports from... TV executives have been. He's not doing the work. He's not taking this serious. Well, you heard that in the Steelers-Bills playoff game where he had no clue the Steelers had a two-back system. How about the Super Bowl where he wouldn't shut the F up on the the penultimate play play of said Super Bowl? I mean, if, if you're Brady, here's the issue I take it. You don't need that platform. You're so above it. You don't even need the money. No, no, He'll no. make the three fifty somewhere else on a speaking circuit about avocado ice cream. Yeah, but here's the problem: Brady needs to be seen, and now he's out of the limelight. He needs the public to see him at some point. Why? Because he's Tom Brady, and because when you turn on Monday nights, oh Peyton Manning's there. Oh Peyton Manning's in these commercials. I need to do something so people don't forget about me. Brady needs the attention. Brady needs the love. Brady can't just walk into the sunset well, and be happy. Like he needs a therapist. Good for him. I, I, I don't get these guys. You're Tom Brady. You got a $50 million house. Go because enjoy it. Nothing. Why do you need to be in the public? Because You've already given your entire life to the public. But you hear with like athletes and entertainers because your whole life you had attention. You don't want to become irrelevant. That's the worst Ugh. thing that can happen to you is Poor that baby. you actually walk into a store and no one knows who you are. That sounds awesome. Right now, but to, to not to athletes and entertainers? No, because that means you're a has-been. Next thing you know, they're going to be asking you to be on Dancing with the Stars. No. <laughs> or you'll be on the mass Singer just trying to say, hey, here I am. I still do something. I am alive. It's fast. I'm learning a lot. It's tremendous. 248-539-9797. We'll get some football in the mix. Jared Goff, top of the hour as well.
Question for you is the Red Wing diehard here. Like, I don't really react to the uh, patches on jerseys. You know, like when they put the Meyer thing on the helmet, I didn't care. The NBA, I mean, the Celtics have had three different sponsors in three years. I don't care. Is that really a point of, of anger for you? I know Beanie said it's not going over well on social. I don't think anything would go well on social. Well, no, it's, it's those I, animals on social media. You could give them free pizza for life. They'd complain it doesn't include two topics. Right. Kenny. It's how I found out because I saw Costa was complaining and I saw Kenny made a comment and I finally. Oh, so you're one of those. Yeah. This affects you? This, it's not because of the patch. I knew the patch eventually was going to happen. It's not even about how it looks. I think it looks fine. It's a garbage company. We're talking about putting garbage on a once proud historic jersey. Okay? I could do without that. I could do without it. Oh, man. It's a garbage company. It's like a dumpster rental company. I don't want dumpster on my jersey. This is my jersey. So Kenny is upset. Okay. I just wanted to ask. And they're going to lose to the Islanders tonight because of it. I think a lot of Wings fans are now waiting to see, oh, see, if we tank. I mean, Mike, people act like this with jerseys. Trust me. When the Lions change their jersey, we're going to have a show how everybody hates them. And this, this is the dumbest thing ever until they go out there and they win and they'll fly off the shelves. You know what kills me? Like the NBA which was one of the first leagues to do this, you could ask me to name five teams' advertisements. Like, I know Oklahoma City is like loves truck stops or whatever it is, just because the patch is huge on the jerseys. and it. Like, the Celtics were GE and then Vistaprint. I don't know if it's changed again. The point I'm making yeah, I is think, uh, I know very few of these that I care the, the about. The Warriors is what, Rattan? Couldn't or, tell you. Yeah, it's the, yeah, but yeah. Yes, you're you. right. So my point is, I don't let it affect my viewing experience. Right. It just doesn't, I don't care. But Kenny's taking it personal. Okay. I mean, I think, hold on. Think I, about how many people hate the all Lions all grace. Yeah, but that's an actual uniform. That's not just a patch. No, but people just don't like change. So you're putting a, you're changing the beloved Wings sweater. All right. I think once the puck drops, I'll get over it. But okay. right now it's kind of. I was going to say. Because Kenny, if they go out there and win tonight, Eight to one. Ooh. Then the Isles just lost to a garbage team. Okay. We've lost to plenty of those. It really doesn't matter. By the way, I know um, it doesn't matter, but there are two NBA teams that don't have a sponsor on their jersey. Who are those two? Memphis Grizzlies, Portland Trailblazers. Hmm. You hate to see it. All right, let me give you What's the, the Pistons. G- UWM. Oh. Let me give you uh well, not for long the way they've played. I mean, they may want to reconsider. Um, so the golf thing. You had Bleacher Report, Jordan Schultz reporting Goff will get between 40 and 45 in a new contract. And then Track, which does cap table, does projections. They had a piece where Jared Goff's projected contract extension will be four at 180. And we talked earlier in the show about this. The top paid quarterback in football right now is Joe Burrow. It won't stay that way for long. He makes 55. The quarterback market is going to get to 60 very quickly. Mm-hmm. If you could pay Goff 45 when 60 is the top of the market, that's a value. So we've done this today just in a, a fun way of like, all right, if we're walking down the aisle with Jared Goff, uh, speak now or forever hold your peace. I am totally comfortable paying him $45 million a year because, A, the cap is going to continue to go. The cap went up in a huge way this year, 31 mil. 
Your cap table's clean. You have so much money to spend the next three years, it's not even close. Tons of money to spend. And I just, the whole convo was, well, Jared Goff's not Joe Burrow, or he's not Patrick Mahomes. It's like, okay, well, he's not going to be paid like it. You know, Mahomes signed a $500 million 10-year deal. Mahomes is going to redo that deal, be making 60 real soon. He is. Burrow makes it. These guys are in the 50s. Lamar Jackson. Goff, by the second year of this new deal, Rico, he could be outside the top 12. Yeah. Because I, I think that's, I still think the first one to make 60, if he continues on this pace, will probably be C.J. Stroud. I don't know. They've got years to. That's what I'm saying. At that point, I think it's going to keep going up and up and 70. up, and he'll flirt, but he will end up being the highest paid at some point. Because I think, but I, I understand, if you're still $15 million per year under what the top quarterbacks are getting, with that extra $15 million, that's a player or two, or three, if you manage it right, that you can add to this team. And one of those, just the other news of the day, Amon Ra's reps, Lions reps, conversations at the Combine. So again, I'm open about it. I love Amon Ra. I think Amon Ra, maybe more so than any player on this roster, represents exactly what Lions culture is and who they are. I mean, he just, he's a spite, he's a walking spite store. He's a consummate professional. He's a football player. He is tough, and he's one of the five best receivers in the sport. I just, if there's a knock, it's that he's not 6'5", or it's that he's not this dominant perimeter red zone guy. But you know what? He more than makes up for it where he you can't cover a man up. Now, you know what? I think the knock, and maybe this is a Ben Johnson thing, you need to come up with more plays for him. It's where how we're always talking about how is Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua and all of these guys just so wide open where it's almost like in the fourth quarter, that should be his time where he makes it and like, yeah, he was wide open on this play. That's what I would like to see. The question just becomes, Goff at 45 mil, 4 at 180. Do you have a problem or can you lay your sword down and you sign him? And look, the Amon Ra thing, I have no idea. I know what the top receivers go for, and it's going to be between $25 and $30 million. And if you told me they signed Amon Ra 4 at 100 or 4 at 110, I, just, I wouldn't blink. Just viewed as a cost doing business. 4 at 100, great. And I think, as I said earlier, if you sign my 4 at 100, front load it so that the back end of that deal, it's very cap friendly. For, for those who are worried about the, well, how are you going to pay all these other guys? Amon Ra already took care of that. He got his money up front. 248-539-9797. So that's been the topic of the day. I think 4180, it'd be hard for the anti-Goff crowd to really be angry. I mean, you won't be getting what you want, which is this weird, morbid curiosity of life without Goff. Okay, fine. But 4180? I mean, think about it, man. Daniel Jones got 4160. Really? That that is just non-comparable. And this other stuff, here's the other thing as we move along. Guys, this idea that you're going to keep everybody together in continuum regardless of how you operate is faulty. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you know you're even signing Taylor Decker in another year at age 31? Especially when Panay Sewell was drafted as a left tackle Mm -hmm. and played it. And he's awesome. And you're going to invest in him. How do you know Ragnow is going to play beyond this year? 
You got people sitting here worried about what? An extension? Ragnow damn near retired this year. Or the the question that nobody wants to ask is you would like to say, Mike, the quiet part out loud. How do you know you want him back? Right. You may just be ready to move on because you've drafted their replacement. In the here and now, I gotta pay my quarterback and I probably gotta get Amon Ra taken care of and done with. And we move forward. So I would just like to know if people are okay. Now, if you don't want Jared Goff, if you don't think you can win a Super Bowl with Jared Goff, it's fine. You won't prove yourself right. I won't be able to prove you wrong. And we can just agree to disagree. But I don't have a better solution. And I'll tell you, at 45 mil, I know it sounds strange to call that a bargain, but it kind of is. It really is. You know, because you've seen stories where Dak Prescott might start making 60. And I go, how? How? So, yeah, I mean, David, where are you at with it? 45 a year for four years, four at 180. That's a steal. Sign it now and run away. That's what you have to do with Jared Goff. Just be done with it. That's it. You and I are in the same position. You're sitting there going, four at 180 for this guy. You're sitting there with Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph. I'm sitting here with Daniel Jones. And these Lion fans are sitting like, no, we don't want Jared Goff. I'm like, yeah, I'm like a caller earlier that said, look, if, if I'm Brad Holmes, you, you tell Dan Campbell, stay at the combine. I'm running back home. I got to make this deal now. I got an errand. Wait, yeah. Is there a fax machine somewhere around here? <laughs> Let's just go ahead and fax that over to your agent. 248-539-9797. David, ticket text coming in on it. Go ahead. LFG, sign the golf contract and get that ring. Hunter and Sneed have to be next. Someone else says, I was expecting four at 200 for golf, so four at 180 feels like a steal. Uh, another person said, the same people who don't want to pay golf are the same people who must have bought the Detroit Rams gear. That is Tim in Clarkston. I heard the golf number and hair grew out. <laughs> Clouds open as I look like the singer of Creed. I was my arms open. I love this deal. Uh, we need to get golf signing out of the way. It's a must. Letting Hendon Hooker take over is the dumbest move we could ever make. Yeah, it's it's a real bizarre take is all I can tell you. All right, we'll get some phone calls in the mix. We'll do it next. Uh, second group of defensive linemen are running at the combine right now. Mm-hmm. We have a new fastest man from the big men. Want to take a guess who it was? I know the answer, so I can't lie. Okay, well, Jared Verse. He just came in at a 4 His second run was a 4.59. He is not the fastest. There is actually a guy, Chop Robinson. Talked about him earlier in the show. Guy that I like. I would love to see here in Honolulu Blue and Silver. 4.49. Here's the difference, though. One dude is 6'5 and 260. The other dude is six feet tall and 250. More aerodynamic. It's I don't want aerodynamic (laughs) as a part of my defensive ends. He's faster, can get around the edge. I'll take Jared first. But that's, hey, listen, it's a big number. It's going to help his draft stock. He's going to get paid. Okay, see, this is wrong because they got Braden Fist, Patrick Mahomes, and then uh, my man uh, Sweat running that simultaneous of 40. Oh, that's not fair. That's not fair. That's terrible. But then they got Patrick Mahomes tweeted back in because they saw he got beat by Braden Fisk. Outran Mahomes in the 40 time. So Mahomes get the meme of the little kid kicking at the table. Who's angry? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, it, it's there's so much time for yeah. this to all play out. Let's get to the people, see what they got to say about the golf stuff. Let's go over to Andrew, 971. Hi, Andrew. 
Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, there's this notion that the Lions need to go out and, and drop big money on a big free agent, and their Super, win, Super Bowl window is now, and I just don't see that. You know, we got, you know, I think Hutchinson, Sewell, Laporta, Gibbs, they could all be the highest paid, maybe even Branch, at their position one day. They're all under the age of 25 or at 25. And so, you know, that's, you know, the idea that it's got to win in the next three years, I just don't agree with that, you know. You could take this, you know, whatever it is, $65 million, get, you know, a bunch of veterans, have one of the best rosters top to bottom in the entire NFL, and then, you know, go get that first-round corner or go get that first-round defensive tackle. But I think the idea that, oh, we got to get, you know, the Snead or, you know, we, we just, you know, we, we got to go big, I, I just don't think that's true. I think our Super Bowl, Super Bowl window is more like eight years, seven, eight years, not the next two or three. A- a- Andrew. In, in seven, eight years, you do realize that probably 75% of the people on this roster won't be here. Just to let you know. I mean, but and, 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 and Hutchinson and, and, and the other guys will be. Right. You know, and, your your and window is over the next seven No, no, years. no. Your window is now because nothing is guaranteed. Injuries. Lots of things can happen. You were one of the four teams, that, the final four teams. That means that your window opened whether you liked it or not. And to put it in perspective, I think only about uh, 12 49ers were on the team five years ago when they made the Super Bowl. You flip rosters all the time. Your window, you got to take care of it. You got to pay the people. If you're sitting up here wondering about six, seven years from now, you may be watching the wrong sport. Andrew, this isn't the same Lions where we're constantly wondering who you're going to take in the draft. Yeah, this is big boy football. Ask the Buffalo Bills about a window because theirs is closing. You don't get six, seven years, not in the NFL. Well, you know, but, you know, you go out and you pay Snead, let's say, okay, you know, he tears his ACL, and then you invested all this money into players. You can't re-sign the guys you want to re-sign, and in three years you're tearing down the roster. Yeah, or I sign Snead and he's not on the team by the time you got to pay Laporta. Look, Andrew, if you want to live that way, don't get in your car tonight because there's a chance it could blow up with you inside of it. Like, you can't do that, Andrew. Jesus, H. Mary, like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, well, what if he gets hurt? I don't know, Andrew. What if I die in my sleep tonight? Guess I won't go to bed. Your window, so did I hear correctly, the window... Oh, he thinks he's got eight Starts. years. Here's the other thing. You could sign Daniil Hunter, and he will be off the team before you have to trigger Sam Laporta's extension or a fifth year. No, no, but the fact that he's thinking six, seven, I, eight years from now, that's the, your win, Your window is now. What are you talking about? Jared Goff will just be hitting his prime eight and eight years. <laughs> David, I stayed quiet for you, the whole you, call until the end. I just couldn't you, do it. You anymore. literally are a play away from trying to get yourself into the Super Bowl with like seven minutes to go in the NFC Championship game, and you're telling me with a straight face that your window is not open yet. It is open, Frank whether Ragnar you wanted it to happen fresh. or not. Frank Ragnow would be fresh in eight years. What are you talking about? Frank Ragnow may be in the Hall of Fame in eight years. There's a like. And I'm not joking. There's a very good chance that in two years, Ragnow and Decker aren't here. How's that eight-year window looking? He's already sat out the required time, and now he's a first ballot Hall of Fame. Frank Ragnow's in a gold jacket doing an interview with TJ.
I, you know, I don't know. And the whole, well, what if somebody gets hurt? That's football, man. I mean, Patrick Mahomes could go out there and blow out his Achilles in preseason. That's what the chief, and the chief, what are they going to say? Well, Mahomes, we're going to just go ahead and cancel the contract? No, it happens. Here's the Football. Other we're not married to any one player. I brought up Snead yesterday because he was in the news. If you don't want Snead, fine. Let's see if you can get Kendall Fuller. Guess what? Kendall Fuller won't be here by the time the Laportas and the branches are up. Seriously. I'm just, so I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just more so seven, eight years. That's when you're trying to win a Super Bowl. What are you doing in the time period? No, no, he said the window's eight years. Yeah, that's that doesn't. That's yeah. been the Patriots and the old school Niners from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. That's about all I can give you for eight-year windows. One of them was pre-free agency. The other is they have Michael Jordan on a football field. Right. You may be close with the Chiefs, but once again, this is a guy that may take over for Tom Brady. Your your windows in the NFL are about at if you're good four years and then you start to decline. Go ask the Rams, see how that's going for them. Go to Tim ninety seven one. Timmy, what's going on, man? Oh, hey guys, love your show as always. Yeah, so answer me this. You know, I I say why should Brad Holmes play with fire when it comes to Jared Goff? Give him five at two fifty, which puts him about number six, number seven at average annual value, just below the elite guys. Uh, three years, The three years up front are guaranteed before you know what you got in Hendon Hooker. And then just put in a couple of uh, incentives. Like if he uh, wins the NFC championship, then year four is guaranteed at 50. If he wins a Super Bowl, then year five is guaranteed at 50. Like why not do that? It, take, it, takes, the, <laughs> it takes the Hendon Hooker part into the equation but you know that golf is your guy for easily the next two seasons, if not two and a half. And for those people concerned about Hendon, it's it's the Jordan Love model. But why why mess with it and play with fire? Just give Jared fifty for five years and front load it. I mean, what do you think about that? Am I crazy? I don't. I mean, good. Look, we're going off the the projection and the report from Jordan Schultz about it's going to be between forty and forty five. I mean, Tim, I'm just of the opinion. You have a franchise QB, you pay him, and you live with the results because the other side is, oh, it's an imperfect thing. You you go into the wilderness. So, yeah, the teams that have the quarterbacks pay them. I think if Goff's willing to return for 45, it's, it's just no-brainer. I'm willing to accept what he is and what he is not. And I feel like as quarterback salaries escalate into the 60s, you'd be operating it you know, a 25% discount at the position. Yeah. You know, yes, I think you got to pay him. I think you got to pay Amon Ra. This conversation about paying Aiden Hutchinson, he just finished his second year. I got three years to take care of that. I got two years to take care of Sewell. Really, you, you have four years because there's a franchise tag that you could put on If him. you wanted to go that yeah. route. Right. It's just, you know what I'm saying. Right. Like, people are worried about stuff, and I, I'm like, I don't. But the whole. I don't your, know what your, we're doing here. Yeah, your window won't be open for eight years. I I can almost promise you that. Take advantage of it now. David, your window didn't stay open for eight years, did it? No. And, and you they, guys won Super Bowls. There's no guarantee Dan Campbell's here in eight years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Listen, man. Oh, boy. All right. 
Uh, let's get to a little football today. We'll take care of business. Who's coming up at six? Rieger. Yes, Rieger. Is he here? Not here yet. Don't hear him. So. Boy, I'll tell you. You've got what? a short show. Whatever happened to showing up before your broadcast? What a, what a strange world we live in. Yeah, he went over it already. Uh, David Ticket. And on Cast a Ticket, Mike is going to break down Caitlin Clark and her going to the WNBA. Well, no, you schooled me on something <laughs> that was actually fascinating. Is She might make more money at Iowa than she will make in the WNBA. My assumption, which may be false, I thought she would make more on the deals that she signs being in the WNBA with the new TV deal. Right. Like, you don't see all of her games, and if... Where, where's she going to go? Indianapolis? That it was the number one pick? In yeah, the Indiana area. Fever, yeah. But yeah, she's already in State Farm commercials. She's already in commercials already nationwide. Yeah, yeah I listen. Like, she's not, you know, got the mom and pop come to my bakery NIL. Right. And, 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 you know, she's you, with Jake. But you said, it, you said it best, though. This is the problem. This is why I don't think we're going to validate much of anything in the, in the last five years of, of college sports. Caleb Williams and Caitlin Clark are both going to take pay cuts to go pro. Mm-hmm. Think that over. And if you want to disregard Clark because the WNBA is largely a failed organization and they don't pay their players a lot, even though they're paying them more than what the revenue would actually say they should get, fine. But you can't say it with Caleb. Caleb taking a pay cut to be the number one player in the in the, in the NFL? Mm-hmm. The, the, the NIL Yeah, the stuff rookie is, contract. The yeah. NIL stuff's crazy. It's crazy. Right, that's, but it's why I think... And we'll get into this later, but it's why I think you're going to see a lot of players stick around a lot longer in college because it pays more to stay than be a second-round pick in the NFL, mm-hmm. which is absolutely absurd. Mm. It's why I think like like Blake Corm, even though he was injured last year, or I can just stay at Michigan yeah. and make more money. And look, Caitlin Clark, I mean, I just assumed she'd sign landmark deals in the WNBA as almost the, the Michael Jordan of the WNBA. Like, they're going to try to use her like Steph Curry. And she'll get crazy deals because she'll be backed by ESPN and the NBA. The yeah, NBA backs see, here's the, the thing. I, I don't know because I think you already got a lot of people who are just like, you know what, she's getting a little too much notoriety. Well, for college she is, but in the W, that's a No, 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 but I'm saying because people are like, she's going to be the best player ever. And the WNBA players are like, wait, you, you realize when she comes in here, we're basically going to just have to beat this girl down and show her who's boss. I don't know. She just shoots it from the logo and crushes. I, I don't know. Admittedly, you've watched more of her than I have. I just see the highlights, and I'm like, okay, I, I don't know how you guard that. Dude, she shot from the Hawkeye. What, are you kidding me? I'm like, what, what the hell was that? She Yeah, they, they actually put something right there on the court where she made that shot against Michigan to break the record. That's like going to be a permanent spot. It's basically on court. half court. Actually, we're going to do that at the Breslin. We're actually going to repaint the seat that Xavier Booker is stuck into. You know what? I'm going to give you that one. It's going to be the special Xavier Booker memorial seat. (laughs) After he can't get in the game in the last 15 Wait. What a great NIL. A chair company. Steel case. Honestly. Steel case. Perfect. Yeah. A Grand Rapids company. NIL Xavier Booker. Can they put one in the classroom for Doug? Does he know where the classroom is? Okay, that's that's the point. It would be the only seat he's had. He wasn't sitting in it. Okay, let's. Why don't we just oh. do some ticket text? <laughs> I get what so you. So yeah, did. Caitlin Clark's going pro. I guess I didn't view that there would ever be an option. Well, she has a COVID year. I'm like, what do you want her to do? Score a hundred thousand points in college? Like enough? I'm I, bored. Honestly, the question was going into the year, but I think once she broke the record, I there's think, no need to come back. I think the Big Ten wanted her to come back because <laughs> yeah. of the attention. 
You see how much tickets were to see her play Indiana? Yeah, Mike, how about this? We actually, me and Chuck had looked into going to the Breslin Center to, if they were playing. They only played one time this year, and it was at Iowa. Mm. But the women's Big Ten tournament sold out. Yeah, that's, and I made a bad assumption. I just thought the money would be bigger in the pros with the sponsorships. Maybe you're right. Maybe she's the biggest fish in the small pond that is. I think everybody just wants sports. to say I was at one of her games yeah, okay. and see it happen. Uh, she's going to make a hell of a lot of money regardless. I, I still can't believe some of the shots she takes. I'm like, what on earth? I mean, not everybody can date a McCaffrey. I, yeah, I didn't realize <laughs> that. I had to look it up, but it's not the kid who's on the team currently. It's the no, one who graduated. It's, right. It's, yeah, he, Fran's had like a bunch of kids. And on they him. can all play. Not all. Well, all right. One yeah. of them could really play. The other ones just were McCaffrey. You're asking, you know what, I'm going to move on. <laughs> David, go ahead with the ticket text because I don't know where Rieger is. Sam in Grand Rapids, 40 to 45 million per year for golf is a win for everyone. Please get this done now so we can start spending elsewhere for the team. According to some callers, uh, there is no need to spend. Uh, you need to just, we have a 10 year window. Was expecting golf to get 50 million, so this is a great deal for both parties. You keep hearing about how golf should take a team friendly deal like Brady used to. Well, right. it seems like this it. defines it, doesn't it? And by the way, programming note, tomorrow, Stoney debuts here with Rico. Not only are you getting this week in sports, by the numbers, we have a special Stoney by the numbers. And, I, and Roberto shared with me some of his questions. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. Okay. And and honestly, I'm proud of Roberto. They, they're, they're all not sexualized. They're actual <laughs> sports questions. I was worried. I'm just it, – it will be fun because I know Stoney's going to play along. Because I'm like, Burrow, you have to do this, and then you're gone. And then i got to clean up this mess. Well, it's going to be a mess. Uh, listen, it'll be a fun mess. Right. Next thing, yeah, I'm in Jimmy's office. Why did you let this happen? Mexicans. Yeah. Like Mike set this up, really? Breasts. Those people? <laughs> All right, so Rieger's up next, allegedly. We're out of here. Stoney with Rico tomorrow. We good? We good. All right, 97-1. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.